So it's dope having a big table. Mine shit's one of them folding ones, dude. So anyway, I was like, don't fucking touch the table. Don't lean on the table. This table has history. This yeah. came out of Noise Cycles. Oh. I got it from Wampy. And when he was uh, when he was stationed in Noise Cycles yeah. a long time ago. I do remember that. Yeah. And then at one point, he was like, you want this table? And I was like, yes, because I needed a table. Yeah. And then you it's been with us ever since. legs on there? Yeah, they already had a built. Actually, it used to have a back section too, and I don't know what happened to that. I took it off because it was in the way, yeah. and now I don't. I don't know what I did with it. I think I threw it out. Why is that red? That's not it is red when you record. I forget. <laughs> Probably would make sense. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Steve. Speed Kings. And we're here on the Shooting the Shit podcast. This would be episode three. It's like the trilogy with Mr. Jeff Holt, the infamous Jeff Holt from V-Twin Visionary. That's a me. So if you guys have listened to the other two episodes prior, both of those were recorded in 2018. And one was when Jeff Holt was still with Hot Bike Magazine. And the second one was when he just started this new media outlet, um, that you guys know as V-Twin Visionary. So we're kind of here now to discuss all the fun shit that Jeff's gone through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, and just to fucking talk. Yeah, just so, stuff. It, it, you know, I mean, I've seen it since the beginning, and it is super interesting and awesome to watch this uh, chaos unfold of V-Twin Visionary. I mean... Yeah, when I call it the the uh, two wheeled media circus, man, that's that's not a joke. Yeah, I, I mean, I can definitely tell um, that that is not a joke, but it's like it's going, it's doing so much stuff now, it's wild. I mean, when we were when we first talked about it, we were talking about you know like basically doing some promo stuff on Instagram, maybe releasing a book a year kind of deal. Yeah. Now you've moved on to full blown putting on um, at least statewide coast to coast shows and you have you gone outside of the states now? no not yet but that's coming oh yeah yeah i mean what are you are you just waiting for a signature or something uh we've been really talking to a lot of people um about doing shows outside of the u.s i mean it started with this with the shows that i've been doing kind of putting dipping my toe in the water over the over the course of the last three years and and now you know that show at sturgis last year really um it blew everything wide open for V Twin Visionary. You know, we did that performance show at the Buffalo Chip in Sturgis, and I thought maybe twenty bikes would show up, and yeah. we had over a hundred. Wow! And uh, you know, some of the some of the hottest bikes, you know, all over from all over the country showed up, and wow! I was very uh, I was very honored that that happened. Yeah. And now we're in the now. You know, like we did a show at Four Corners with with John Oaks. Yep. And, uh, Separately than that, we have the V-Twin Visionary Tour, which is a four-day event in uh, Smoky Mountain, Tennessee, and uh, that's a whole other separate thing. But the Bike Show Series is now a nine-stop series this year. That's insane. And it's presented by Harley-Davidson. So yeah. uh, to have the uh, the MoCo involved is uh, a big thing for me and something you know that, that I should be, uh, you know, uh, I'm not taking it lightly. No. It's, gonna, it's a big thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a... That's like, I don't know, it, it kind of makes you feel like, wow, fucking, I made it. You know, yeah, that's a big step, I, man. I never feel like I made it. I'm no. always that guy like you are that's, what's next? You I'm can, never happy. You, I'm you never proud. You can make proud. it for like the, for 10 minutes, though. 
Oh, trust me. You, you know, know, 10 I, minutes of like, you know, I get, when certain things happen here, man, I get fucking hyped. I run around, woo, screaming right. and shit, screaming shit. And then I'm back to work. Yeah. Like, well, because, Harley, Harley hasn't cut the check yet. Yep. So, you know. Yep. Once, once I get that check yep. in the mail, I'll be happy as hell. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think going into Daytona is going to be a whole thing. That's the first one. Yeah. And then uh, it's going to be a big thing. We're doing it at a skate park. That's going to be which fucking is super rad. cool. We're having a pro am skate contest during no that way. whole time, which is cool. Is Harley's going to have like ten by forty? They're building bikes with all their parts on it just for this event. And then they're going to have a Screaming Eagle booth. So for the first time where you can go up and performance guys can see the new Milwaukee 8 stuff and yeah. even the Twin Cam stuff. So I don't mean to be selling this, but it's going to be amazing. And I think that will hit me in the face quicker than anything once, yep. once I'm in Daytona on that day. Or the day after. Right. When you finally get to think about what the fuck just happened. Day after I'll be on a plane to Mama Tried. So like, That's a good time to reflect. Yeah, it'll be cool. <laughs> um, and actually, uh, it's pretty cool. We, we just uh, ended up buying, uh, you know, I have that Ford Transit van that I drive everywhere. Yep. And uh, we ended up buying a trailer. Yep. It's a it's a toy hauler, so uh, Maggie and I will be living in it, and we're we're actually driving out to florida from the u.s we're going to be hitting different independent dealerships independent bike shops and harley dealerships along the way a few yep. indian dealerships as well you should um you should go talk to my guy frankie over at uh giant rv yeah he just got us set up with a, a motor home and an enclosed trailer and that's what we're doing all our host, oh, all our shows in dude. this year a tw- it's a 20 a 26 foot tw- no 28 foot with the one with the van front end yeah. you know and the overhang but i mean c-class yeah the c-class uh and uh, it's got a pop out, you know, and everything. And then we Good. got the 14 foot enclosed trail. We actually just did Battle of the Creek in that. And because um, our juggle always with this kind of stuff, with our traveling, we don't do nearly as much as you do. But right. the traveling we do do, we, we always got to have a babysitter for our dogs, which costs, you know, a couple hundred bucks for the weekend. We have to get an Airbnb or a hotel, right. all that kind of stuff. So we did Battle of the Creek was our first show in it. We left Wednesday. So uh, Airbnb would have been $1,000 yeah, or man. so. And, you know, so... We left Wednesday, stayed in the truck stop Wednesday night, got to Arizona Thursday, stayed in the campground two nights, stayed across the street from the bar, and the whole time our dogs oh, yeah, are man. in the motorhome while we're doing the show, and we just walk across the street and walk them and yeah, stuff. Yeah, trust me, it's good. We're making peanut butter and jellies. Like, we're fully self-contained, and I did the math. We saved money. Yeah, I mean, for us, I mean, you know, it's it, I, I, dude, I hate staying in hotels. I get skeeved out by the cum-filled fucking yeah. blankets and... You know, whoever did God knows what in that bathroom before, because yep. I know I've done a crazy shit. Yeah, in I know you have too. I just look and tell by looking yeah. at you. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, man. So like to have a, a 20 foot toy hauler which has everything in uh-huh. it, you know, microwave and shower and queen bed, and, yep. and it even comes with a big ass flat screen TV and everything. And it's insane. Yeah, and I mean, dude, I, I picked it up at Johnson RV in Alabama. We're picking it up on the way to. Daytona. Oh wow! And uh, they 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 did a, it, the amount of money they took off is amazing. Oh, so you got a toy hauler? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, so not just an enclosed. No, it's a toy hauler, oh, which okay, is directly cool. which will be behind the transit. Yep. Oh, so perfect. I can put a motorcycle in the transit Same setup, and all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit smaller, but but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. See, I ran into an issue with our Sprinter where if we were to tow a, a fifty a fourteen foot or no, it's a, I'm sorry, I think ours is eighteen foot enclosed. Yeah. Trailer. It's big. 
Um, if we were to tow that behind our sprinter, our sprinter's at, it, we wouldn't pull it. Damn it. It's maxed out. Because Those Mercedes the, suck for that. Yeah. I mean, that's why I went with the Transit with the yeah, EcoBoost. Yep. I mean, it's 400 foot pounds of torque. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's you know, a We can load it full on the inside. I've put, I've done many trips with multiple bikes on the inside and it does great, but it's just the towing capacity yeah. is maxed basically. Yeah. They can't handle it. You can't it. do it. So then it was basically. Mercedes, fix that shit, fools. Right. Well, they want you to buy the dually. Yeah, I know. And I and, and, and I was, you have no room inside as soon as you have those yeah. dual wheels. Like it just kills everything. And and if I was going to buy another Sprinter, I wanted a rooftop AC and all this stuff. Yeah. And they told me it was a six month wait. Yeah. And I got the motor home in two days. Man, <laughs> if I was you, I'd be trading that Mercedes in for a for a Ford. Yeah. I, I learned the lesson, man. I tell you, I've had I haven't had a single issue with mine, and I've 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 I drive it a lot, and it's got um, I think it's close to sixty thousand miles on yeah. it now. I've had it for two years. Just wait till you're 160,000. I got a big warranty on it though, so. Good. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I have to 100 up. Transmission's like six grand. Oh, yeah. No, Injectors I'll, are like 2,400 bucks. No, I'll sell it at 100. I ended up buying a gas one just for that deal. Like Everybody knows there's the, there's the countdown if you have a diesel to, yeah, yeah. to do the filters and do the injectors because yeah. that diesel's so dirty. Yeah, because when we did it too, they got a service package with ours, yeah. so we, don't have, we haven't You're had smart. to pay for anything yet. For me, I mean, I had that Sprinter and I loved it, but yep. I knew like. And as soon as I test rode the Transit with that EcoBoost, I was like, this fucking thing's a rocket. Yeah, I mean, like, People can't even believe how fast it is. I think it's the same motor that's in the Mustang GT. Oh, wow. It's almost like LS swapped that thing. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, I think I've been in Biltwell's. I think Biltwell has the same one. They're yeah. white one. Yeah, they're white I've been same. in there, but only to like from here to the restaurant. And I ended up, mine was a passenger van, so I, it was a 15 passenger. Yeah, I, I remember pulled, that. I pulled 10 seats out of it. Yeah. And each seat, is 65 pounds. Wow. So, I mean, I took 650 pounds out of that bitch. And then so. you still have AC that goes throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I have a, it's nice. It's It has windows, which it's getting wrapped right before uh, Daytona, but it has all the good shit. Yeah. So that was, that was the Rear downfall. AC, yeah. everything else. We got the crew model, um, which has one set of windows. Yeah, I had that too. Yeah, and the one bench because obviously for my kids and stuff, I didn't want to get the uh, the the non-passenger one. You have a one. divider in there? No, no divider. If you have a divider, it's amazing. See, I have no divider. If you got the plastic divider, the guys from Tucker Speed have that same one you have uh-huh. and they have a plastic divider right behind the seat. Oh, uh, so that, and just, it's that AC just super stays. cool, yeah. Oh, yeah, cuz it Get gets up Tony hot. Tucker, dude, he'll tell you what's up. It gets hot that in there in the summertime. Yeah. Fuck. We went camping in it in the summertime one time. It was not good. Yeah, it was not good. Not good. We had to go sit in the water. Come on, man. Trailers are it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Motorhomes and trailers Motor are home. it. That's why a million old people are crossing the country with oh, them right now. The first day we picked it up, the next morning we went to Havasu. I mean, we got it in November, I think. And so we're, we're in Havasu, and it's all the snowbirds are already out there. So we're out there. We got this baby, little baby motorhome compared to all these motherfuckers oh, yeah, with their, man. you know, giant fucking diesel pushers, you know, 15 TVs. And like, you know, they got full patio setups because they're well, there they for six months. they spent their retirement on it, too. Oh, Yeah. It's insane, but here we are, and we we've we've used it multiple times, like you know already, and it's uh, they're great. I it, mean, especially if you're doing business out of them. Oh yeah, you it, know it's so comfortable. And then the only downfall is that the bed is so small, and our dogs they won't sleep anywhere besides oh, the Jesus bed. Jesus Christ, you got your two hundred pound dogs. Oh my God, it's fucking. And ridiculous. you're not the smallest dude in the world. I feel well, so bad for Amy. Oh yeah, she loves me though. A tiny little woman. <laughs> um, but it's been cool. We've even like gone camping just at like. Lake Paris, which I didn't even know fucking existed. Yeah. And it's 20 minutes from my house. Yeah. <laughs> so we've gone out and just camped out there for the night. Like, it's Saturday it's evening. I'm like, cool, man. fuck it. Put some food in the motorhome. Let's leave. I'm down with packing the shit up and just parking in the Walmart parking lot for oh, like two serious, days. serious, <laughs> man. 
It's, you know, like, well, that was the other thing too. And it's one of the reasons why we got it. And I'm, we're rambling on about this for a long time, but it's important. Um, because even when we wanted to just get away from like the chaos and like, Oh, I'm fucking need to just go decompress. We would go get an Airbnb. Yeah. So there's, you know, they're, they, they're cheap, but expensive, you know, it's so now I've it's never like, done Airbnb. Oh, cool. Cause it's the jizz factor. Somebody's been skeeting I, all over that thing like a hotel if room. If I get dude. one, it's usually in the summer and it has a pool, so I'm excited. Yeah, I can't do it. Uh, like I've never done Airbnb. Really? Kind of deal. I never thought about that, but I've left I've left jizz there. Yeah. See, <laughs> I leave jizz everywhere I go. Like I think trail. I saw a drop out there. I did. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel with jizz. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So, <laughs> no, I mean, so I'm going to be literally pinballing all over the country this year doing this uh, tour. And it's it's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to bring it to the to the people, bring yeah. it to the masses, bring it to people that don't normally get to get to see that. Yep. And for me, that was the big thing. Like, you know, yeah, <clears throat> we're really piggybacking big events like Daytona yep. and Sturgis and uh, a bunch of other things. But we're doing little shows, too. Like we're doing a show in. In believe it or not, Paris, California, in conjunction with Hippie Killer, yeah, and uh, we're gonna be like doing, you know, Hippie Killer is like a chopper and vintage car show, and yep. we're gonna do a performance bike show on the other side of the of the I love it. grounds from it, yeah, and you know, you know, you're you're gonna be there, yep, it's gonna be cool. Um, yeah. you're a sponsor of the event, yeah. I mean, it, it's just a really cool thing for that to happen all over the country, and you know, Arizona, Las Vegas, Central Cal. Uh, Myrtle Beach, uh, wow. I mean, Durango. That's, uh, that's going to be good. One. You know, working on Laconia right now, that's going to be a thing. Where the I fuck mean, is Laconia? New Hampshire. What? You know, Laconia is I've the oldest the rally. It's older than Sturgis and older than uh, Daytona. I've heard of it, but I have no, I I'm don't, you know, I've never really barely left California yeah. very often. All the OGs that I know um, tell me Laconia was it back in the day. Yeah. Like wow. homeboys would just do like cross top pill speed. Yep. This is before meth, kids. Yep. Um, and then like ride as far and as hard as they could on their choppers and then just pass out on the side of the road and it was fine. That's vintage meth. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I mean, the deal being with the shows, like it's it's to get back to it, like it's it's a thing. It's it something I always wanted to do. And I mean, we did it at Hot Bike. We did it. We did, you know, the Hot Bike Tour and we did shows with the guys in San Diego Customs yep. and shows all across the country. And um, there's nothing better than to bring your wares out and your parts out and and talk to people face to face. And this is kind of what it is more than anything. Like having a show is cool. Bring your bike. It's super cool. But to be able to have super, super cool vendors at yeah. all these events. Oh yeah, is cool for me, and we're making it affordable. Like yep. I'm not gouging people for these one day shows. Like yeah. you can roll in and, and pay me whatever fee it is, and then still make a bunch of money on top yep. of it if you're if you're good on your game, or if you just want to show your stuff. It's cool, and it's cool. I mean, I'm just really trying to keep that portion of it grassroots. Like we have some pretty good sponsors that are, uh, you know, corporations yep. that will that are fronting it so i can afford to make sure i get around the country maggie comes with me because she's the backbone of making sure that when i'm judging bikes she's making sure bikes are coming in she's yep. making sure everything's getting signed you know she's she's taking care of all that business 
Um, Dave Rowe, my other partner in V2 and Visionary, he's doing all that stuff as well. So I get to be me at the yeah. show, Ronald McDonald, making you, balloon animals the for face. the kids. She does the work. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's how it is Everybody here would rather have her be the face because she's, you know. Yeah, that's how it is here. I'm the face. Amy does the work. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Right. It's morphing into that. Yeah. As it, far as the show stuff goes. But so. it's just an evolution of your brand now. It's insane, you know? Like, yeah, and, and you know, I... Everybody always asked me in the beginning, like, what is V Twin Visionary? And I fucking even like Paul James at Harley, I was like, I really don't fucking know. Yeah. Like I it's it's a hot bike two point of what you know, Bonnier, the the parent company hot bike just screwed the pooch on that whole deal. Like I got ejected from it and they they hired the dude that made half of the money below me and then I me being the asshole I am, I was like, it's not gonna last a fucking year without me. Yeah. And it lasted eight months. Yeah. So they killed, you know, a brand. They killed Street Chopper that was around since 69. And they killed Hop Ike, which was around since 71. And I mean, they're never going to sell that. No. I've tried. So they're just killing these these brands so they can repost crap on their uh, Instagram and tell people they have this reach so they can sell ads for Cycle World, which is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and I've seen some weird shit getting posted on there as far as like advertisement space goes. Like toothpaste? The yeah, best toothpaste? Like some weird shit on motorcyclists. Like, what is this, like men's grooming catalog now? Yeah, or man. what the fuck's going on it's here? It's a weird deal. I mean, from a guy that had a contract with Revlon for a year, like for beard care to see like how low they would even go. Yeah. I mean, mind you, like I was I was hand to mouth at that time. And I don't mind it. The stuff I use the stuff every day still, but like it's super crazy to see like how they've hoard all that stuff out. And I don't want to get down on them. I mean, people got to do what they got to do to they survive. Do. If you're a billion dollar a year corporation like them or dudes like us, like sometimes like your back's against the wall and you got to do some shit that borders on shady to, yep. to make sure that it gets done. And yep. a good friend of mine, Tim Parr told me, uh, sometimes you got to sell out to eat out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an easy thing to say you're a fucking sellout when you have a regular job oh, at, yeah. at Verizon or, or something else. And you're just this outlaw biker that has yeah. a 50 hour a week job. Oh, yeah. But dudes like us are like, dude, I wake up in the morning and I got me. Yeah. You, you know, you, I don't have a 401k. I no, don't have shit. No trust so funds, nothing. Sometimes it's a, sometimes you got to do some shit, you it's, know, and what you got to be active. What I like to say lately is I don't have a plan B. No, you know, I don't either. I mean, it's, this is it for me. Like, this is what I want to do. You know, it took me a long time to figure out what the fuck I was going to do in my life. Yeah. Some, of, some of these kids, like I talked to my son, he's 14 now, and he's kind of figuring out what he wants to do already as an adult. And it's cool to listen to him and talk to him about it. And it's like weird at the same time, because at that age, I was like, I don't know, smoke weed, maybe? Maybe I'm going to smoke never, weed. Dude, I never... Every job I have ever had has been by accident. Yeah. I've never fucking wanted a job. I've never wanted a job. I never... Fuck no. I never thought about it, dude. I barely met out of high school. Dude. I'm a dyslexic, yeah. left-handed motherfucker, dude. Like At one time, I think I wanted to be a professional hockey player. <laughs> I, I didn't even <laughs> want to do that. Like, If I didn't steal a BMX bike and get fucked over on that deal and have to work at the bike shop to work off putting the parts back on that bike... I would have done anything. That was a 25-year career in the bicycle industry, and yeah. then I got tired of that, and then it turned into this. Yeah, it's crazy. All it's, because I knew how to take photos and write a sentence. Yeah, and, and it's wild to see where things or choices in life can take, you know, 
and t- can just take you. It's you crazy, know? dude. But it's but it's super easy also to judge people who are doing something when you're sitting on the sidelines. Well, when you're on your Instagram, dude, and, and you know, like all a lot of these other V twin dudes that, that just fucking repost everybody's shit yeah, and yeah. don't give anybody credit. Yep. Which I fucking hate. So if you're doing that, you're a fucking piece of shit. Yep. Um, bottom line is like dudes like us are from the bottom up. Yep. Like everybody gets credit. Yep. You know, like I see my I see pictures I shot at Hot Bike where they literally like straight uh, I don't own those, but like straight up Photoshop the Hot Bike logo out. Or just use my pictures all day long. I mean, yeah, it's currency now. Yep, yep. But it's currency to do what? Like, this is your side job. Like, yeah. are you patting yourself on the back? Do you need some more friends? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, this is my job. Yeah. And I'm doing it. And yep. I'm doing it for the people. It is. It is. 100% for the people. Like, that's. I think that's where people lose, um, lose sight of what this all really is. And that's, you know, I think what we do is is same and different, you know, same, same, but different. Yeah, man. And, and for us, it's the same way though. Like our phone, it's crazy how, if, if you sat here for a day now and, and you know, you have, a, it's to see where How it's much come. does your phone ring before 8 a.m.? Oh, nonstop. And then after 8 a.m., nonstop. I had to yeah. hire somebody just to answer the phones. I don't do Mondays. You know that, right? Oh, I, I Because would. everybody all weekend from, from the time they get off work at Friday, Mm-hmm wants to ask Jeff G. Holt a question or wants something from Jeff G. Holt, uh-huh. and then that shit just explodes Monday at 6 a.m. Oh, wow. And it's 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. is fucking Jeff Holt time. Yep. I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but no. man, like at least do it to, like spread it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you should think in your mind, oh, man, he's going to get slammed on Monday. So let's, yeah. how about if I hit him on Tuesday or Wednesday? Yep. And being that you're basically answering questions you know, why we're selling stuff at least, you know, so you're just being a nice guy and yeah. trying to help people out with knowledge. Right. And then, you know, like at least <laughs> and on the back end, I might make some fucking money. on Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy and it's great. You know, I mean, again, we wouldn't be here without that customer base or that fan base, and, you know, and, and I mean, I don't mind being an information hub. Don't get me wrong, no. but you know, like, and it's really shifting since the Sturgis show, like corporate, you know, corporate tire companies, corporate, you know, uh, just big companies that aren't just necessarily in the motorcycle industry are like, Hey, you know, like yeah. what do, what do we have to do to be involved in this thing? Yep. And I'm like, well, first of all, like you should have been asking that question 10 years ago. Yeah. Like just because this stuff's white hot right now and yeah, you made brake rotors for super bikes or yeah, you made packs for, you know, Kawasaki's like now you want to jump on this thing yep so I mean I, I kind of have an issue with that oh yeah it's but, a odd you know and it's it, you know and then they expect to do the same I guess progression of of you know sales or in, that people have been doing you know now that they're you know and they've been in the game for 10 years right you know what I mean it's it doesn't work that way like you can't just start making the part today and do I mean, there's some guys that get, I mean, if you do it and you make it, that's just plain fucking luck right there. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, trust me. There's, there is some guys that do get lucky. I've watched some things and I'm like, all right, yeah, that's I it mean, now. <laughs> it's right. But like, you know, it doesn't, it, you know. It's a refinement of what, like, it, it's like being in bands. It's like anything else, man. Like nothing's original. No. But it's a refinement of a good original idea. Yep. Somebody else's idea that you can refine. It's not a ripoff. Like no. if you can if you can do a better version of theirs, it's not a ripoff. No. And a lot of people have issue with that. Oh well, 
these guys make blah, blah, blah. And I came out with the blah, blah, blah. But it, and then now 10 years later, these guys are out with it. Yeah, but it's a better product. If it was yeah. a shittier product, yeah, you could tell them all day long they suck. But if it's a better product, then yeah, you're kind of, that's the way progression goes yeah. in life. Whether it's skateboards or cars or, or risers. Fucking risers. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even, the riser game is like, I used to think exhausts were the most saturated shit in the game, but risers now, man, no oh, yeah. offense to you, oh, but no, like risers fine. are fucking like, you have 10,000 risers 10, to figure out. There's, there's a ton. And I mean, it's, and it's all, and it's all the, the, you know, like I'm super excited with our riser yeah. because I think we hit the mark that we wanted to about, it doesn't have a similarity to anything the fuck I out agree. there. You know what I mean? I mean, look at bare knuckle Pauls. Mm -hmm. You know, his oh, convertible God, risers. Beautiful. You know that guy. He's genius. Oh, I like, love that. Where guy. you can get a straight riser and a layback riser in the same riser. Like, yep. I put layback risers on my bike. I don't like them, dude. I'm old. Yep. Like, and I have them, and they flop a little weird for me, man. Yep. And like, I'm like, man, I don't like them. Like. I can convert those back. Yep. Which is really cool. It is. I mean, I don't he, know, he man. He leaked pictures of those to me a while ago. Yeah, me We've, too. Me and him have cut, uh, become uh, pretty good friends <laughs> over Instagram. He's a solid dude, man. Yeah. Like, I've known that dude for geez over a decade now, and he's always been one of the most solid dudes. And yeah. I mean, I, I, I like that he bounces uh, a lot of things off me, and, yep. I, and that I can, I'm fortunate enough to help him and, yep. and talk to him. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to say coach because the dude's been in the game for a long time, but to be able to, be his sounding board, like I am you yep, yep, and a yep. lot of other people. Like I've seen a ton of your designs. Like yep. I saw that that chain drive kit you did for a long time. I was like, man, that's that's super solid. Yep. Like and just things like that. You yeah. know, I mean, that's what I really like doing in the street and 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 helping people out and making sure. Like, and I'll tell you if your stuff's dumb. Yep. Same. Like Viking bags came to me. I was like, that shit's all garbage. Like, you don't need to be sending people free bags because they're all going to fall off. Like yeah. this stuff sucks. Yep. Like, you know, and then there's guys like Villain to Hero who have completely refined their product year after year after year. Yep. And the stuff is getting better and better. That's awesome. And to see that happen and the progression in a brand, that's what I like. Not somebody taking something to market and falling in love with their product and just rehashing it over and over. Oh, yeah. Same shit, different yeah. color, same shit, different color. Oh. You know, it sucks. It's, you that's know? the, that's the, been, that was the downfall of most companies when all the big wheel fucking fat tire choppers. That um, was the downfall it, of any company. Like when I worked in BMX and mountain biking, like yep. in mountain biking, like there was a period of time that if, if you had an anodized purple part, everybody in the world bought it. Yep. And then Taiwan started anodizing all their shit. And, you know, it wasn't just out of work aerospace engineers with a CNC machine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It got crazy. And now the same thing is happening here. Yeah. There's a ton of CNC machines that people buy cheap and they're yep. putting these parts together. And there's a lot of me too stuff, but... There's also a lot of really cool stuff. Definitely. I mean, if you keep your eyes open and you, and and you you're the customer. If oh, you yeah. don't like something, don't buy it. Yep. But and that 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 all comes out in the wash. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if you if you get a product and you like the product and it fits you, you know, please say, you know, in my opinion, I like this product. Oh, yeah, exactly. Not this thing sucks. Yeah. Or that's gay. Yeah. Or this, you know, which I hate. Like, you know, I have to take these posts, dude, and you know, I post some shit up and a dude's never even had it on his bike or even seen it more in a picture. And he's like, gay. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you know, fool? Like, you never put it on your bike. Right. Like, you're a fucking idiot for putting that on there. Yeah. Wh why? <laughs> Man, I, you know, I feel like I've had this conversation a lot lately. Just, uh, it's, well, it's the it's, internet, dude. Like, these fools just are like, 
I don't give a fuck. I'm on my phone on my lunch break at my yeah, fucking I'm job, taking, which I hate. Right now, and I'm yeah. just gonna fucking you know hate on shit. And it's wild too because like some of these guys don't realize like this is how we survive. Not only now how I survive. Motherfuckers don't care, dude. They don't. They don't. But if they were in our shoes, they would. Nobody's gonna be in our shoes, dude. That's like true. there's there's people like that just completely kill the game all the time. Yep. And they're like the most like humble cool people i mean i'll name three right now alloy art yep i love speed Justin. merchant yep ken's factory yeah like those three dudes do so much for the industry and yep. nobody knows yep like bottom line yeah and i mean there's there's we talked about paul you yep. know i i can go on forever like and i'm not i'm just talking about shit you hang on your bike i'm not talking about motor builders like motor witch yep. or you know a bunch of other people that that literally give people knowledge every day yeah like it's just a crazy game and and to to simplify it as gay or yeah. a little smiley face or yeah. some other shit like it, it's not cool to the people that that sweat blood over these products no it's a hard it's a hard grind that we do the people think also that i think this industry is so vast and huge and when you really take a moment and step back from it and you compare like the motorcycle industry to like let's say cars or do you, you know even How about the specific, fishing industry there you go or the uh, gun industry you know it's it's tiny oh, it's yeah. this little tiny especially when you're breaking it down into performance yep. motorcycles yep motherfuckers you you think this you think this performance thing is like huge cuz yeah. you're into it and this wheelie thing's huge or this dyna thing or this fxr thing or yep. this performance bagger thing motherfucker dude there's Five hundred thousand dudes with sparkly fucking jeans and chaps on a yep. stock bagger that they only change the tires on. Yep, they Big don't time. give a fuck. They don't care. They, and, and that's what Harley. Yeah. People are like, oh, they killed the Dyna. Oh, they're not doing that. They're not doing the fucking Sportster fucking tracker. Blah blah blah. blah. They don't give a shit. No, because they're gonna sell an eighth yep. of what they do a street glide. Exactly. I mean, baggers, uh, touring models are, are the number one selling yeah. bike across all platforms. Don't get me started on performance baggers. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I feel about those. Well, they work if they're badass. Yeah. Here's the deal about performance batteries. Right, I'm going to tell get, you right We're going to get into it. <sighs> Deep breath. <laughs> if you don't make the bike lighter and faster and stop better, it's not a fucking performance bagger. No. You can't put a big wheel on it and no. call it a performance bagger because it's got a turbo on it. No. no. You can't fucking put an exhaust and, and 12-inch rotors on your shit and call it a performance bagger with no motor work. No. You can't call it a performance bagger if it if it's heavier than when it leaves the fucking factory. <laughs> this is retarded, people. Stop hashtagging performance bagger on your fucking dog shit. Because you put grips on. <laughs> right. And T bars on your fucking bike that you can't even see the you can't even see the twelve hundred dollar infotainment system that you fucking just put on the that you bought the bike with. Like this is retarded. Enough, people. <laughs> Like, if you can't touch the screen, just buy a fucking Road King. I think... Um, like, it's well, retarded, 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 retarded. Enough. It's that, you know, I, you know, as we all see, I mean, like, it's like, it feels like, you know, Dinah's FXRs, all that stuff got super popular, and it's mostly fed off Instagram, you know what I mean? Like, keeping it alive. Like, I feel like in the sense of that style of bike, performance bike, performance Dyna FXR, in... My, you know, period of time in motorcycles, um, it seems like this style has hung on for a very long time. It's funny because, I mean, uh, a dude named Russell Collins, if you know mm -hmm. him, you know he's a G. If you don't know him, then you need to look him up. Um, probably 10 years ago, we were like, this Dyna thing's going to die. Yeah. I thought it was going to die like five I mean, years ago. Him and Matt 
were building out of out of Anaheim Fullerton Harley were building some of the baddest ass uh newish twin cam dynas and literally Matt had one of the first performance baggers along with Alloy Art and a few other people that were legit. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alloy Art, I keep going back to them, but they were the first people to put upside down fork on a fucking bagger. Yeah, they've been doing it for a long time. And there and nobody knows. The some of the, the the stuff they've been doing like in the last couple of years is fucking mind blowing. But if you go on their website, there's zilch about it. If you uh. go on their Instagram, there's zilch about it. Like they they don't they don't give a shit about the common man knowing their deal. They're yeah. only the enthusiasts and the people that are into it 100%. They are all about that. Yeah. Yep. See that, that and that's kind of like I, I mean I've I've have noticed I mean it, it seems we're going to talk about social media just as a whole. <laughs> oh god. I find it weird sometimes when people are like broadcasting every fucking moment of their life on social media. I'm guilty of that, but it makes me money. Yeah, I don't, it, I don't social think... media pays me. I'm like not a fu- like I tell teenagers, man. I I do way more social media than you fools. Yeah, you do. But you I'm do one of the few people that makes money on it. Yeah, see, I like I a couple of weeks ago I put together this um, Stranger Things Lego. It took me five fucking days, and I never I posted anything about it. That's my new thing is doing Legos. Legos bad, dude. If that fucker was three hundred dollars, don't matter. I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to flex bomb. or nothing. The Millennium oh my Falcon, God. all the Star Wars shit's They bad, have one dude. like for like, like $2,500 fucking dollars. I was so bummed. My kid had a window where it was like a year and the kid was into Lego and then the kid was like... Oh, uh, yeah, no. Nah. I'm into anime now and I'm like, oh man, yeah. my Lego shit's gone. I can't go to the store and buy Lego. No, I, no, I just, you order on Amazon. It comes here. I didn't do it with my kid. I just did it on myself. <laughs> Me and my wife did it together. My just, buddy Matt, dude, he he was on, he's a BMX dude. He owns uh, Snafu. He got it from the dudes at Piltwell. Uh-huh. Um, he has a him and his kid. He was on Survivor and shit. He's crazy dude with his weird dreadlock orange beard, and him and his kid have a have a Lego channel on YouTube. Yes, where they unbox and build the stuff. And it's I don't know if they still do it now, but man, they were like the guys. And I would perv on that. I would never go buy the Lego because I I got certain addictions uh-huh. and I won't do it. Like I won't buy Lego because I'll just buy every Lego. Oh, I won't buy I Hot Wheels because I won't. I will buy every freaking yep. thing of Hot Wheels. Like. I won't even do one. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, like they said, if you do crack, you're going to hit the crack pipe one time and you're yep. hooked for life, which done. is dog shit. Cause I've done crack once and it was dumb. <laughs> so fucking like, I will not partake of the Lego, the hot wheels and like a few more things. I, I dabbled in Impala cars for a while. And oh, that's what I'm, that that's I had to get out of that, man. Like, yeah. I, I spent a, way, I spent I got a goal this year money, and I want to, I want an Impala by the end of the year. Yeah, what what you want? Fastback? 60, or you want 63, early? 64. I don't... <laughs> like I everybody look, else in the yeah, world. Yeah, dude. you know, it's just that, that G <laughs> shit. I, 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 <laughs> Are you going to hydro it? No, nah, that probably... I've never had a, a, ba- a car on bags or anything, and I think that'd be the one. Are you going to bag it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, man, that's like... That's bad. You need to hydro that shit. I know. I would like You're to only going to drive it around the parking lot anyways, yeah, like every I other think, I think when it actually becomes a realistic goal... Hydros. Like, when, yeah, then I'll start figuring... Th- I mean, and, my Galaxy's got bags. I love them. Yeah despite you know the issues i've had with it since i got it um which aren't much i'm just a retard when it comes to working on cars um but airbags are dope but you don't get that lift and you don't get the yeah yeah like, and that I bounce mean, the yeah. yeah oh you have all those airbags on that thing turned all the way up you, i almost shook my kid's head off in the back seat <laughs> in the galaxy but i mean they're bad yeah yeah but dude I, i'm gonna tell you right now man like uh if you don't have 
if you don't lift it with hydros, dude, you shouldn't even own an Impala. Yeah, that's not the, that's the, save that shit for the Fords. So you you were in Impala. So I got a question then because I've noticed it. You know, because now with my C10, you know, it's got an LS motor. Yeah. And I noticed that Impalas are that's all 350s. Nobody's doing LS shit. In those no, things. there's some heavy dudes that do performance ones with hydros, yeah. but I mean they don't. It's like it's like a performance bagger. Yeah, yeah. The two things cancel each other out yeah. sometimes. And see, so, yeah, see, I, that's like you're gonna have a fast motor and a 26 inch wheel. Yep, they yep. They, they don't work. Like yeah. I had a 23 inch wheel on my 2012, and a 200 horsepower supercharged twin cam. Yeah, they they didn't really work didn't for work, each other. So you're not gonna look- put an LS in a car that is gonna bounce at yeah. 35 miles an hour. See, I I just think of it as the reliability factor, just because I've never had real but great luck with 350s. But 350s are good, dude. You buy a brand new one, you can buy a brand new fucking Mexican one for like fucking 2,400 bucks. <laughs> like they come from Mexico, they're badass. And throw that bitch in and yeah. you're done forever with a with a fast uh, fuel injection system. Yeah, that Fitech shit. Yeah, man, it's bad. Yeah, because it's wild. Because I even want, I, I get in these, you know, the 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 rabbit holes of internet searching. I even yeah. searched one night Impala with LS, and I mean, you'd be amazed how hard it is to find a picture. There's some dudes that have heavy ones though. Yeah, man. I get down the gun holes, man. Like rabbit holes. Like I'm I'm big on Dracos right now. I don't know if you know what that nope, is. I they're, don't. They're uh, AK-47 variants. Oh, okay. From you know Eastern Bloc Europe, dude. And there's one that's 14 inches long. It's called a Draco Micro. They're not, the of fuck? course, legal in California, but yeah. you know, since I uh, <clears throat> live in Arizona and, and carry an Arizona driver's license, I can buy anything I fucking want. Yeah, just can't drag it back here. Or, you know, Gavin Newsom's gonna fucking get me and put me in jail yeah. for fifty years. There you go. Let's talk about Arizona. What's what do you got going on in Arizona? Um, well, that's a whole other thing. Um, I don't know how deep you can get on that right now. <laughs> I can get super deep. Okay, uh, let's talk about Arizona. We, uh, myself, I, I started a, a company called the Collective. And it's in Arizona, and uh, it's in downtown in the Arts District, the shop will be. And it's uh, FXR Division is the main business that's in there. Uh-huh. Uh, the collective's kind of on the end of this. Uh, it's not a strip mall. It's just a really cool thing. Like, we we share a – actually, the collective shares a wall with a brewery. Uh-huh. Then across the street, there's, like, this crazy, like – modern furniture manufacturer so it's half like art district cool shit restaurants and half uh still industrial where we have a dyno and um the deal being with the shop being um being next to fxr division is is super cool and you know justin to chris or and justin from torch and big chris from fxr division uh really asked danny wilson if he wanted to come be a part of that shop with leading edge uh-huh. uh build motors danny needed a place to build motors you know he works full-time at uh buddy stubbs Harley yep. davidson but he's the service manager there mm-hmm. and he needed a shop where he could do machining dyno tuning this that and the other and for me it kind of all fell together because for me a lot of manufacturers won't send me exhausts or cams or anything in the state of california due yeah. to the california resources board air resources board and this other dog shit um, so I had this big idea that I was going to buy a dyno. I sourced a dyno from Bartels. They couldn't use it anymore due oh, yep, to yep, those people. Um, we are putting it in the shop. And so now I'll be able to have 50 state dyno capabilities for, I can test exhaust. Now I can test different parts that I couldn't be in California. Yeah. So it all kind of hinges with that. Um, there's a company called DLX Manufacturing. 
They make a little break bone. They're yeah. coming out with a ton of other stuff. They're going to be in there as well. So it's pretty much V-Twin Visionary, Leading Edge, DLX Manufacturing, and then kind of like a retail install location. Yeah. Uh, our good buddy, uh, Ray, that is actually from the same dealership we got the uh, dyno from, he's there. Um, he's pretty much the builder of the stars in Hollywood. Like he's done a, he's done a ton of actors and musicians yep. bikes. Cause and of where Bartels was. And where Bartels is. is. And then now he moved out to Phoenix and uh, was working at Buddy Stubbs Anthem location. And then that kind of fell apart. So it's uh, Danny, me and Ray all together in the 1800 foot square shop. And nice. it'll be mostly motor building and dyno tuning and stuff that a lot of shops and dealerships in that valley don't do yeah yeah like there's a lot of crazy good builders there that build bikes but they don't necessarily build performance motors they have a guy do it yep and no better person than danny wilson to yeah. build your anything from evo to milwaukee a the guy's a master yeah so it really um it's cool i mean i'm out there part-time right now maggie and i'll be out there full-time probably by the end of the year Nice. Uh, yeah, we're looking at houses and this and that. And, and uh, I want to live at downtown and half of it's super ghetto and yep. half of it's like super gay couple gentrified. Yep, yep, yep. So we're going to try and find something. You'll be more just, comfortable there, Just though. on the, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Trying to find something that's on the ghetto cusp this yep. month so we can move in and, and do good on that. But, I mean, it's an exciting thing. We're probably looking at, uh, it'll be open before... Las Vegas, or Las Vegas, sorry, uh, Phoenix Bike Week. So we'll, we'll be nice. doing a grand opening during that time. I'm trying to come out for that um, in March, right? March? Yeah. I'm going to try to come out for that. So if I make it out, I'll definitely stop by. I know when I was at uh, FXR Division in, in December, Chris mm -hmm. was telling me that there's some shit going down. Yeah. You know, everything. Because I, well, of course, you know, we're, I mean, we're FXR Division now. I mean, in that weird little tiny fucking, I yeah. pull my fucking motorhome and trailer in and shit. In that alley. Oh, yeah. well, first Oops. I pulled in the parking lot. I've never been there before. So at first I pull in the parking lot and I just, yeah. it's full of cars. I just park. Yeah. I just got out. My wife's, I'm mean, just staying. Call me if somebody comes. Right. Some guys yelling at me to move and yeah. shit. I had to like back it all out of there <laughs> yeah, and it's, shit. Oh, it's definitely man. not, you know, it's not, uh, it's not motorhome friendly. The current friendly. place is not friendly for anything. I'm, the new no. place will have a showroom. The inside's like it's cool super, shit. It's super badass on um, all fronts. Like the place was built a while ago. Justin hand built all the window frames. Oh yeah, yeah. All the doors, like these ugly ass roll up doors, are now like these four fold opening, like amazing things that oh, they yeah. he's welded up. Like he even finished all the welds on all these things. And I'm not talking like two windows or doors. Yeah. Like 16 to 20 doors. Wow. And uh, the, it's like I said, it's in the arts district. It's going to be, I hate to say the word destination, but it'll be someplace cool. If you're ever in Phoenix to come yeah. by, there's a big, beautiful showroom for all of X of all their stuff. Yep. Sorry, I just bit my tongue. That's all right. And then our stuff will be in there as well. And, and a couple more people by surprise will be there usually yeah. all the time. And there's Very huge cool. parking in the back. So you can literally pull up an RV and stay there. Nice. And then up front, there's plenty of parking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the last, like last year, for, I was in Arizona two or three times and I don't, I haven't been to Arizona in well over a decade, Yeah, you know, and I'm like, man, I like it here. It's beautiful. 
I do like it there. Um, so I don't know, Amy and I, you know, one one of these days. A lot of people are man. I got like, some I've time talked still, to. But... I mean, the con- Maggie knows the conversation uh, goes every time we talk to another person in L.A. They're like, "Well, I'm in Chatsworth painting these bikes. I sure would like to really move to Phoenix where it's cooler." Yep, and, I was just there last week. You know, like and he was saying the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> he was. And I mean, a lot of people, like, that's that's not just them. Like, it's yeah. everybody. I've been know? trying to get him to move down here just so I don't got to drive to LA. <laughs> yeah, trust me, dude. That, <laughs> that drive is horrible to it get there. It is. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, I mean, you know, Phoenix is a, it's, it's always been a hotbed of motorcycling, whether it's, it's big wheel baggers, this, that. I mean, there's, I mean, you trip over a motorcycle shop on Cave Creek Road, dude, the yep. other one, like Ram Jet's there, yeah. and it's super cool. And then, you know, a quarter mile down is Buddy Stubbs, yep, and then yep. quarter mile down is Cruzy Shop, yep. and then, you know, a bunch of other fools down the road. Like, it's really cool to see that. It is. And everybody can work together for the greater good. The atmosphere out there is different. Yeah, it man. It ain't like it out here. It ain't fucking, you know, do or die. Yeah, like yeah. Like it is here, man. It's and crazy out I'm, here. I'm over that. It is wild. I, it was, it was, so like my, I've got a, I guess, fairly long history in, in of business, like since we started this, like from the day I started taking this business seriously, one of the first people I talked to and discussed the product with was Tony from Ramjet. And we've always maintained this respect for each other, you know, and we've always kind of worked together. Um, so when I went out there to Arizona, you know, I've never, I've met him in person a few times at different shows, but I've never been to a shop and I went to a shop one. What the fuck? That shop's amazing. It's bad, isn't it? Oh man. He took me for the tour of that whole place and it was such, I was blown away about how huge that shop Ram is. Ramjet's awesome. And oh, I mean, it's amazing. not only just the shop and being able to roll a bike in there, or if you're, if you're a shopper that has to do it in person, yep. they have everything. Oh, it's crazy. But I mean, their website's good yep. and, and they ship, you know, two or three times a day. Yep. And you can find Speed Kings products on their website and in store, and uh, and then from there though I went to Crucy Shop because that's I was going there to before our meeting with Crucy, right. and I was like, you know, I get back on my bike and I, and I put it in the navigation because of course I never know where the fuck I'm. You're at. like, bloop, bloop. and I'm like, fucking half mile. What the? F- yeah. Oh, there I could see it from yeah. here, and it was wild to see how many shops are just on that one fucking road. Yeah, there's bike shops I never even knew about. Yeah. Like, AZ Baggers or yeah, whatever. Saddleback like, Ranch or something. Yeah, I mean, all the bike shops I've never been into. Yeah. And then if you go further down Cave Creek the other way, there's like four more bike shops. Yeah, I really like that area. And we got, I rode, I've been riding, around, when I go out there, we've been riding around with Crucy and stuff out there, going to, you know, Cave Creek and all that. We mm-hmm. did the Battle of the Creek out there, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, that event was bad. Yeah, and it was, uh, it's, I don't know, Arizona. It's a pretty cool place. Yeah, man, I don't mind it. You know, I'm going to get old and my joints aren't going to work. Well, I, I am already old, but um, older. Yeah. Yep. My joints aren't going to work and that that uh, 105 degree weather is going to be good for me. Yep. I was at when we were out there. I was talking to Danny G, and he, and I was kind of telling him the same thing. How we want to come. He's like, "Do it. It's the best place." Yeah, man. I mean, Danny knows. I mean, yep. he's a he's a New York transplant to Oceanside, California, and you know he bounces back for yep. work at Vans, like between Oceanside and Arizona, man. And he loves the AZ, man. Like, that dude's always the dude on point. And I'm like, what about this area? Like, before I wanted to move to North Phoenix by where all those shops were. Yep. And then the whole collective thing popped up. And yeah. I was like, man, I need to live downtown. He's like, well, you need to talk to, you know, Amanda Sinkmars, who's like the agent of all the biker dudes there. Yeah, and yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I've been talking to her. And, I mean, being an independent business owner is not so easy to get financing. Fuck no. So, uh, I have to wait. Uh, I have to wait it out about another eight or nine months before I wait can till you find a money tree. 
or, yeah. or that, that trust fund you've always been told about. I should just raffle another bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, oh yeah. We went to the same thing. We we're like, <laughs> you know, we're getting, I mean, I'm almost 40 now. I'm like, maybe I should try to buy a house, you know? And no, that's not happening. Don't buy one soon. in California, dude. Tell you that right now. Yeah. You're I'm, butt fucked. In and out. I, I see. I got my daughter is uh, what, 11, 12. So I got a little bit more time before I can leave, leave, leave. Yeah. My kid's 12 and we're, you know, I've been talking about an exit plan and, and the kid knows. And, you know, this week the kid wants to be involved in it. Next week, the kid wants to be here. I mean, you know, yo, yo, you, you never, never know. know. You never know. Whatever friends or relationships they have. Yeah. Have you taken her to Arizona? With oh, you? yeah. A bunch of times. A bunch of times. She like it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different place. Yeah. Plus, I offered to make sure she had a, a dog of her choice if she moved oh, out there. So. I'll move with you then. There you go. <laughs> Shiba <laughs> yeah. Inu. Well, I don't know what that is, but... It's a Japanese dog. It's oh, actually... Oh, yeah. One of those fluffy ones? I think. Yeah, but they're actually the closest to a fox. I mean, to a to a wolf that any dog is genetically. Really? How weird. They're total dicks. Have I've, I found this new dog recently. I'm, I'm really into dogs. I don't know if you mm-hmm. know this, but I found this new dog. I've ever heard of it. It's a Zolo. No. X-O-L-O. It's a oh, Mexican, the Mexican hairless, hairless dog. dog. Yeah, the big ones. Oh, they, they yeah. have like four... They have yeah. all the way from teacup-like ones? You have to put sunblock the, on them. That's awesome. They yeah. look crazy. Yeah, they have mohawks and stuff. Yeah, they yeah. have little mohawks and shit. It's like Mr. T is a dog. I'll they put look a gold like they chain on that ran through a fire. Oh, yeah, they're wild. <laughs> I found it one day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want one. I mean, the, the real name's some crazy-ass yeah. name. You can't say that shit. Nobody can it's say that. It's an Aztec name. Yeah. But, I'm yeah. a big weird dog guy, too, man. Yeah, because they said that that's like, it's like Anubis fucking shit, Anubi, whatever. Aztec, Anuba, whatever. Yeah. Pyramid shit, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Alien stuff. That's right. One of the Planet dogs. X. <laughs> I'm a I'm a hippie with some shit about alien shit. Yeah. Do you know an octopus shares no DNA with any other animal in the whole world? That's crazy. I believe in all alien that shit. shit oh yeah, I believe in that shit. I don't. And they I'm, change colors, they change shapes, they change wild. textures, and they taste really good on some rice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm down to go talk about that because that's some crazy shit. I mean, when you really start thinking about stuff, like when you start thinking of like little parts of time of like where things changed in the history of like man, like fucking cars have only been around for like 110 years now. they're exactly now. the same. They got the same frame on a on a damn Ford pickup yeah. truck than they had on a Model T. Yeah. And, it's and, just different. It's hydroform now. Ooh. Yeah. And it's like, but what that didn't just come over fucking, you know, like just weird shit, those weird transitions. Pneumatic tires. Like, yeah. really? Come on. Velcro. Like, we haven't done, yeah. Who the fuck invented Velcro? Some guy that didn't get paid for it. Some guy that like didn't get paid Like the post-it note guy. Yeah. Oh, They both yeah. got screwed. Yeah. But Velcro is weird... is Velcro and 3M is the other one. And those guys just worked there for like 45 grand a year and got fucked. Oh, Jesus. That's Made that's... the greatest invention of all time. And sorry, buddy. Yeah. But see, I don't think, I don't think that guy invented Velcro. I think that shit was handed down. SR-71 Blackbird style? Yeah. Titanium body? So how come that plane hits Mach 2, but there's no, there's no, in 59, but there's no other planes that hit Mach 2 now? I don't know. They say the technology came from Roswell when that motherfucking UFO landed. Yeah. Why, have we, why have we only been to the moon once? Because we never were there to begin with. Mm-hmm. Or were we? We were never there. You don't think so? I'm one of those weirdos. And my dad worked on the space program. Yeah? He worked at Autonetics at... at uh, at Rockwell International. Yeah. And there's things about the blast crater, like the thing landed, but there's no blast crater. Yeah. And there's, 
I don't know, man. I'm, I'm probably some... getting. A, I'm probably, Most people are like, this guy's a fucking flat he's Earth a, guy. Yeah, he's a kook. No, I, I say that there's some there's some discrepancies there with the moon. Yeah. Not that they didn't do it, but how come we haven't been back fifty times? Yeah, that's. I always thought that was weird. Like, why are we only going there once? We didn't. We discover enough. There's no way. You're there one time, dude. Fucking walk twenty feet, put a, a flag, and, and yeah, seen the whole thing. And why thing. are there the, why are there these robots reporting back? Like you could do, I you and I could spill a bunch of red sand in the back of your shop and oh, yeah. have a robot go oh, around and say, that. "Oh, this is it." We should do that. We should do a Jello though. This turned into a total fucking conspiracy fucking thing. <laughs> Let's get back to motorcycles. So, what are you building, Steve? <laughs> oh, man. Right now, let's see. Right now, I'm working on the 89 FXR. That's almost um, done, but I keep saying that, but it is almost done. It it's, looks good. I peeked at it when yeah, I was walking through. we can through. go look at it when we're yeah, done for sure. here. And then... I'll put some photos on V-Twin Visionary. Yeah. And then I got back there that you couldn't see from that little window thing I have, a 2020 Lowrider S that I'm doing for the Four Corners Motorcycle Rally. Yes, sir. Um, that will be given away at the Four Corners Motorcycle Rally Labor Day weekend in Durango, Colorado. I'm I'm doing one too. You know that? I know. Oh, I'm you doing a street right. glide? Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I mean, for this yeah, today, Taylor Schultz I forgot. is painting it. We're gonna, we're gonna do some wheels from uh, my homie and uh, doing a motor kit and some other stuff. So we're doing that too. Yeah. So Have we got. Um, I got GP suspension front cartridges in that kit. Good stuff, uh, man. GP is OG. Yeah. Corey, the dude that runs that, is crazy. A couple of years back, like my phone started blowing up, and this kid called me, and he's like, "Hey, man, it's Corey. Blah blah blah. I do, you know, I, I own GP suspension now. Blah blah blah." And I was like, "Man, his name's familiar." Twenty years prior, I used to sponsor the kid as a downhill mountain bike racer. No way. Yeah. That's funny. It's funny. It's super cool to see that what he's done in the in the industry, you know? Yeah. They've been super cool with me, man. Like, uh, you know, we sell their products. Um, and I guess my timing was just perfect. Uh, I, I was like, last year we didn't, I don't, we did a, a, the 2019 Fat Bob. And this year, I was like, okay, I want full suspension on everything. Yeah. So I just hit him up and I was like, have you guys tested your cartridge kits with the, uh, the new loader S, you know? And they're like, we think the fat bob kit works so we haven't verified i was like do you want to verify yeah i will send you the legs <laughs> i will see you yeah. will you sponsor this bill and they're like yes we will and I yeah was like, i did Fuck some yeah. stuff with them years back when i was at hot bike and and they did uh these legs on my 15 lowrider when it was brand new and 14 yeah. and i ended up stealing those forks off of it and putting it on my soft tail lowrider because nice. it's dual disc it's 49 oh, yeah. mil and it's long like and i'm still running that to this day on that bike and I haven't had any issues Great and they're suspension. like, bring it back. We need to figure it out. You know, you weigh a lot less than you did back then. So you know, I weigh like you know, fucking 30 pounds less than I did in 2015. So yeah. it's a little rigid now. So I got to go see the boys and then they're, they're testing a 39 millimeter kit yep. on, on a set of forks of mine right now too. Nice. So nice. Um, yeah. So we're doing that with JRI is making us a rear shock for it. Uh, Memphis. Shades. I haven't ran there any of their stuff. I mean, I've ridden. I've We've, literally ridden everything else. I mean, as far as I go, like all my personal bikes are Race Tech, just yep. because they build things to suit. Yep. And they're in, they're in Corona. Like yep. I can drive up the freeway and say, Hey, this isn't. I don't like this, or I like this, or Hey, can I get this? And let's change this. It's real, super yeah. good for me to do that. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, it's completely built to order. Yeah. Built to suit. Well, I have actually have a set coming in for the FXR on. Monday. Nice. They shipped them yesterday. Good. 
Yeah, so it's a good crew over there. Yeah, this will be the first set I've. I mean, we've sold some sets of theirs, but this will be the first set of their shocks we've ran on a bike of ours. You'll dig them. Yeah, so I mean, it, I sit there set up for Amy, so I don't know how they're probably not gonna no. do good for my family. They're gonna clap but. that bitch. Yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but so you know we're doing uh you know we got some things. You always have cool on. bikes in and out of here, which I dig. You know, and being a guy that likes bikes, you know, perving on bikes all the time yeah. and building bikes all the time, I dig it. That's well, my my whole basis behind doing this was because I want to build bikes. Yeah, I want like you know I don't consider myself a bike builder by any means because I think I have a lot more work to do to learn to be one. But I I I, I my I aspire yeah to like earn the title. Well, I mean that's that's up for debate. Like, there's dudes that build bikes from the ground up, and there's guys that are fabricators, and yep. and and then there are guys that modify stuff. And I mean, in my book, like. If you're doing something different on your bike, you're just a customizer. Yep. Like let's just call a spade a spade. And there's there's guys that do motor work. And I mean there's there's professional bike builders out there that don't know how to paint and don't know how to build oh, motors. Yeah, definitely. And so I mean, like it, it it falls on some sort of spectrum yep. of who is what and what is who. A vision. And yeah. And I mean for me, like, you know, I have to have dudes in on the fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can build a bike. Yeah, I've built bikes. I'm building a bike, you know, I'm building the 2020 police road King right now. And I, I literally said, I'm going to do it all, but you know, I'm not doing anything crazy. Yeah. Like I'll do a top end kit on it and you know, I, I know how to do that, but I'm not getting to the bottom end and yeah, I'm yeah. not going to paint the thing. Like yep. I've got guys that do that. Yeah. And I think everybody does. You that. do. You need a team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, you know, that's, there's, that's, there's maybe 1% of the bike builders that can do it all. Yep. And that's what, like what I've been working on over the few years. You know, I, my thing is like every bike I've done, um, you know, from the like the orange bike that you know you mm -hmm. so graciously put in a hot bike. You know, from that point, basically, I've tried to do bigger, better each time I've done a bike from there. Yeah. So like, I think the advancement of componentry and the advancement mm -hmm. of bikes themselves yep. have gotten that way. So yep. it's a little easier to do that. Definitely. Now. Definitely. And just my, you know, I'm surrounded by this shit 24 hours a day, yeah. seven days a week. I nerd out on it still. Like, yeah. I mean, I sit on the internet. Like, one of the biggest challenges for me was the wiring on the FXR. And it wasn't mm. the fact of the wiring itself, because I like wiring. It's carbureted, everything? Yeah. and it, But it, my biggest thing was the routing of the wiring. Of course. Because you gotta hide it. Yeah. You know, you, everything's gotta, like, I'm super, like, if you look around, I mean, you're in here, my, I'm a fucking disaster. Like if you go in my shop right brother. now, there's fucking tools everywhere. I don't push, you know, like right. when, when I don't pull any tools away till the bike is done. So they've been on the lift for fucking eight months. You know what I mean? Like it's retarded. You're not like Danny Wilson that puts the tools away when he, he'll disassemble something, put the tools away. Uh, and then when he puts something back together, he'll bring the tools out. Oh, yep. I got like a buddy the like guy's that. crazy when it comes mm -hmm. to I mean, we all know he's a rain man. I wish but. I could be that way. Yeah, man. I wish I could just have 10% of that because yeah. I have to sometimes just start putting the tools away to find well, one I'm like, tool I'm that's like, buried. I'm like, look, you're going to use those tools to put the shit back together. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. No, everything. He's like, I own. know where everything is. It's in the drawer. It's smart. I spent I, like, I yeah, waste fool, so much time. I know what it is too because it's on top of the fucking <laughs> it's on that roll pile. away. <laughs> I waste so much time searching for shit that I just set somewhere because I'm a, I'm just an idiot. Yeah. But but like for bikes for me like that and like I think I'm I'm trying to refine what I do and like my vision and like like everything because now I went the the orange bike it's like okay bass boat flake. Well, Boom. that was a sign of the times, too. Yep. And now, like, then the the, the, the 18 uh, soft tail lowrider I did, clean, simple, detailed mm -hmm. when you get close, but, you know, when you're far, it's just smooth, you know, like everything. And then, you know, on that one, we did, like, custom dash, custom yeah. tank and stuff, you know. And then the FXR, 
it's just contrast, like everything, all these little things. Like I, I see there's a, like, I, I call like, I remember this um, episode of the Simpsons and I'll, I never forget this episode. There was like, they had a makeup shotgun and, oh, I remember and, it, that. and it had a setting that was like, just said whore. Yeah. And, and they boom, shoot it. And, shot and it was them. just yeah. like crazy. And that's how I feel some of these bikes are. Well, for me, like I've always used this term and, and I mean, I could digress into like people getting mad at me why oh, yeah. I didn't pick their bike and this and that and the other. And well, that guy, you know, he only spent fucking 30 grand getting that bike together. I spent 60. Like I should win the prize. I was like, look, fool, you got five bikes worth of shit on that bike. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Simple. And it cancels itself out. Like, like I'm saying, like, yep. don't make your bike heavier if it's a performance bike. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, you it don't is. need all the shit. Like there's certain things that these fools think they have to have, like funky crown cut brake rotors yep. and this other dog shit and like some other shit that people think that, okay, I have to, I have to have this to make it to be this level. Yep. It's not the case. No, it's not. Like it needs to perform. Yes. And a lot of people are all weird and sad about all the new telemetry stuff in the 2020 Harleys, like yep. traction control and, you know, the cool corner, you know, assist all the other stuff, stuff yep. all the assist stuff. And that's fucking performance, dumb shits. Yeah. yeah. More than anything else. Technology. It right. has to happen. That's going to make your bike ride like a Ducati, ride like a KTM, ride like yep. the top level Hondas and Kawasaki's. And you're hating on it. I sure can't wait to bypass that ABS. You're retarded. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of ABS for one reason, because the only stunt trick I have is to mash the rear brake. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's what I got. Sorry, that's bro. my repertoire. Of it stunts. just goes. <laughs> But um, but it'll save your fucking life. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Especially when you're guaranteed. pinning it, you know, yep. like we do when we ride. Yep. Like, yep. I I just like you know, I mean, going back to just the way. It's for me. I, I'm this. I, I I love that my OCD is only about the way these motorcycles go together. Right. Like in this FXR, I've bought and taken parts off of it. Bought it, put it on. Nope, I don't like it. And pulled it right off. Yeah, that's good. And, I, and I'm like, and I mean, that has to be right. That's that's the variance of having a Harley compared to another one of those brands that I talked about. Yep. Those people only buy stuff to make the bike work better yep. or lighter. We are like, oh, you know, I want to make sure that those risers are polished and the bar yep. is black or, you know, coated. And I want to make sure this is this. And that's our realm. Yeah. And that's what's cool. Well, that's full but, customization. Right. Yep. And, but it's not a superior machine to a lot of others on the market. Like no. people don't understand, you know, like Moto America has got bagger racing at Laguna Seca now. Yep. Which is very, very well. They're they're Let's, they're trying to get more people. They're trying to get more asses and seats, and yeah. it's invite only. It's not a true race. Yeah. Like we should do performance I mean, iron heads. Yeah, Just rev those fuckers well, up to nine thousand. Bottom line is light and fast. Yep, exactly. Like, you know. It's, so I mean, it's 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 a weird time in Harley's life, and I don't think a lot of people realize that right now because the bikes coming out of the factory. People are hating on them because you can't modify them yep. crazy. You can't just cut wires willy-nilly because yeah. it's can bus, bus and yep. all this other stuff. But yet, you know, if you want to do that, buy an 09 earlier bike. They're all out there. Like, there's gazillions of them. And a bunch of old people, like I talked about earlier, only change tires on them. Yep. But a, like, lot of, a lot of these guys, it's harder to finance that. Right. You know what I mean? Everything's on find a Find a crashed one. Yep. Either. If you're going to tear the whole thing apart, like I never buy an FXR complete unless yeah. it's, I'm going to keep it that way. Like I buy a frame. Yeah. That's how, I mean, that's how I'm going to twin was. cam it and put, you know, yep. G6 forks on it. Like we did the Milwaukee 8 bike. Yeah. Like I still want to ride that bike. Oh, you saw That bike's gone now. I sold it and they've torn it apart. And, really? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It's, a, it's in a million pieces right now. For what? 
they uh, all the cool stuff we did like floorboards they put they put mid controls on it the dude didn't like how high the suspension was like true performance suspension so he took all that off and sold it shut the fuck um up. we spent so much time getting the fairing lowered and looked right and he put a regular mount on it so it's higher up again so it looks dumb uh, uh, i don't know i mean it's not my bike anymore like i know but danny and i you know we I'm made sure a deal there's and, like some like heartbreak a little bit yeah when it's you're like, like your ex-wife dude do you care about who she's with and what she looks like now <laughs> no <laughs> so that's ama- that's an amazing analogy. I'm, I'm fucking done with it, dude. I got a pocket full of fucking money for that bike, dude, yeah. and I just walked away. Yeah, I'm, I don't give two shits, I, man. I hear you. It is at the same time. It's it's, it's fucking, still the first and only. That yeah. bike screamed. I mean, you know, it's 200 Nobody's horsepower it yet, out of the right? box. There's, <coughs> excuse me. There's a couple bikes. People send me every Milwaukee eight. Yep. Uh, FXR they're doing, but none of them have uh materialized yet because it ain't fucking easy no yeah um you gotta do a lot of work to that frame the dudes at calgary hd i don't even know if i should be saying this they have one that's super clean it'll be coming out pretty soon it's their winter project cool he sent me photos sorry if it's supposed to be a secret Uh, i I, i've outed you but um winter here in california super cool yeah well the one month we had (laughs) uh that bike looks really dope, um, but and then I keep hearing that Paul Yaffe's building a FXR frame that just, just accepts the motor. That. Yeah, I thought, I thought um, I've, seen I've that yet too. to see any production, so yeah. I mean, it's not. If I you know, I love Paul. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but unless the fucking thing's in stock and ready to ship, or the bike's rolling down the fucking road, yeah, it don't it. exist. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen one. I think they have one. I, for, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I just remember seeing it on. Well, I'm sure it's a test bed. Yeah, bike, and he's testing know. it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great. trust me. There's one dude in the world that's going to do it. It's going to be Paul. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I got utmost respect for that man. Very cool. Very cool. I never met him in person, but he's a great guy. Him. One of the best. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Makes some very cool products. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the fun thing about this whole shit. There's so many cool products. And if you're there. talking about one dude, don't give a shit. Tell you straight, fuck you to your face. That's Paul Yaffe. That's which awesome. I like. <laughs> it seems like it's getting harder and harder to do that these days. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I came into my own since, uh, you know, Hot Bike was a billion-dollar-year corporation. I've had to hold my tongue and have people fucking hate me because they, you know, I, I'm not the dude that cut the, that cut the checks over there, dude. Yep. So when the shit was late, like, I became the guy that they hated. I was like, dude, I put it in. Like, I've showed you every which way of how I put it in. Yeah. But we had a thing over there at Bonnier Corporation where it was net 90, and then they started billing. Like they 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 wanted their money right away, but yeah. as but if you had to get paid by them, you were fucked for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I do a born free show and I'm supposed to give five hundred bucks to the winner, and they don't get it till Christmas, like dudes get mad. Who they get mad at? Me. Yeah, yeah I mean you can't. And I couldn't say fuck you to them. I couldn't no. do this shit because I work for a corporation with the HR department. Yo. You know, best thing I ever did is start this fucking thing. And Maggie was like, now you can be you. I straight tell people fuck you all the time now, and I love it. Yeah, like, it's the best thing ever, and I, I'm I'm just hitting stride with the fuck yous. <laughs> they just they're just starting they're to, just roll, starting off to roll out. It's just starting to get comfortable. Oh, it's so you just better watch good. out. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is the good thing, man. I I feel I feel people have getting gotten sensitive with this social media shit and everything, man. It's it just seems life like it's in hard. general, man. Yeah, I but mean, yet you go to places where people don't give a fuck, and yeah. you know you're you're hitting you with your own people. Yeah, you know I grew up as a punk rock kid, dude. Like you know, yeah. I forged my driver's license at sixteen to start getting tattooed, and I fucking haven't looked back. You know, like <laughs> that was before you know bikers, sailors, and criminals only had that shit, yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, now every every kid in the world's got a throat tat that works at fucking right. You know, pizza target. Hut. Yeah. 
it's 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 wild to see the i actually had this conversation this morning with the guy over at donut derelicts and we were talking you know, he's an old, he was uh you know, he's a little older than me and uh he had a bunch of tattoos and he was looking at my hand i just got some new ones done on yeah. my hands and uh and uh he was like, yeah. I was like, man, I, I said, I finally got my knuckles filled and I've had them outlined since I was like I know. I was 20 like, or something. Shit, I've seen that. You know, like they were there forever. I started getting my chest filled in. I got it outlined Ugh. when I was 18. And I was like, you know, I've had a, a sleeve since I was 19 probably. Hmm. And, and this is before TV shows and shit. So in the winter in Asperia, when I wanted to buy beer and since I was 19, I would take my sweater off and walk in all cool with my, my right. sleeve. And they would just be like, I automatically assume that I'm 25, yeah. you know, and sell me beer because, you know, what kid 19 year old kids rolling around with a full sleeve right. and shit you know so it was it's funny shit back then i mean dude i got my first tattoo in 1986 yeah and i've i mean the the sleeves i have thank god the guy that did, did them Lindsay carmichael knew what he was doing and these sleeves are almost fucking 30 years old now yeah it's crazy like it's nuts you yeah. know and i i waited till i i was pretty successful at hot bike to get like super hand blasted oh, and neck me. blasted and now i don't give a fuck dude i'm getting full head tattoo oh, from yeah. Derek billingsley yep. at you know roseland so yeah. like uh, every two weeks i go in and he spends two hours carving up my head which is an amazing thing it hurts does it hurt See, i'm, I'm not gonna head. lie to you it hurts and but, uh, he's not the little he's got a light touch but he's yeah. a big dude so he's when he, in my hands but when he holds finger, you in a position up. You're gonna stay there. Yeah, yeah. No matter how uncomfortable it is. Yeah, he's but his light. He's got a light touch, as you know, and he's yeah. fast. That guy's, and he's got a badass bike. Yep, yep. He he just he's the one who did my fingers and my and this script. He my did hands. a good job, man. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I just, um, but I, yeah, I'm ner- I don't know. It all hurts now. I don't like it. That yeah, much. dude. I, I'm working on a back piece from the back of my neck to the back of my knees right now. A guy named Lucky Bastard in Orange is doing it, uh-huh. and uh, he outlined it uh, four years ago, yeah. five years. He you. How long have we been together now, babe? Four years? Going on four. Going on four years, and it's been outlined a year. That So five fucking years I've had the outline, and I never went back. Yeah. And I made a vow to myself that I go every, at least once or twice a month until it's finished. Wow. And there's literally, uh, there's a gigantic eagle on my back that's bigger than a bald eagle in real life. <laughs> like, and it hurts every time. Oh, yeah. But I made the commitment. Like, yeah. it. Try being 51 years old, bro, and have, getting tattoos. It sucks. Oh, yeah. I remember, remember when you used to get adrenaline? Yeah, man. That's a long time now. I used all that up on drugs and fighting. <laughs> I just went and I, I had my chest worked on for six hours like two yeah, weeks fuck ago. Fuck that. Yeah, I've had my chest outlined again since I was like 18. And yeah. like five, what was his name? Sean. I think it was Sean Walker out in Barstow. Is that his name? Something like that. He uh, outlined it. And uh, it's, you <laughs> Didn't know. Didn't hold up? No, the outline oh, was great. Every, it, it, it was a great outline still, but it was just, I'm like, you know, I, I want to get this finished now. Yeah. And so I went to my buddy uh, Trip out in Laguna. Oh, man, he's super good, yeah, man. I, I, I always miss that dude. I'm trying to shoot his bike, and yep. I'm trying to get some tattoos. Maggie really wants to go and and see his work he's, in person. He's great. I mean, the dude's the dude is super cool guy, and I just I did me with shooting bikes. Like it always falls through. Like yep. I'll have my kid that weekend, or I have to do some stuff in the morning, and this and that. I feel bad because man, I've been telling that dude like for a year, hey man, I want to get with you on the bike and yep, tattoos, yep. and then boom, nothing. I mean, yeah. I'm in, you know I'm in L.A. and he's in Laguna. That's two hours. Oh, yeah. Someday it'll work out. Trip. Yep. He's uh, he's done a I'll lot buy of a burrito. <laughs> he's done a lot of work on Amy also. He just did a She um, does great work. He man. just did like the the girl Gremlins from Gremlins 2, Greta. 
He just did a portrait of her on her leg. It's fucking sick. Dude, his shit's bad. Yeah, dude. it's so bad. He's and super cool. He man. did. What has she got? She's got a griffin on one knee and um, a jackalope on the other knee. Yes. And his style of animal, I just you know, I dig it. But dude, his animal work is super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just, so he he's started, just a good dude. Yep. Yeah, Maggie wants to get like a whole sea creature thing oh, yeah. on her leg from like ankle to butt. Oh yeah, that's so. your guy right there. Yeah, he's a. Uh, yeah, I've done I've done a lot of. I mean, I did a majority of the work on that bike. Yeah. So it's a cool bike. It is a cool bike. Yeah, it's a very cool bike. But uh, yeah. So he started filling my chest in though. Oof. Yeah. So he did six hours. Better he, you than me. Yeah. So it, I think we got one more session and it's done. Good. But then I want to start doing like my whole torso. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man. And I've been thinking about doing my head. The head? It's it's not as bad as the ribs on your torso. I don't have my ribs done. Oh, just See, I got wait, like buddy. another piece on my stomach and nothing on my back or yeah. anything. My whole front's done yeah. and my sides are done and the back is coming. The sides were the fucking worst, bro. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Like it was the worst I've ever had, and uh, it was. It's not on the bone parts. It's on the flabby parts, like right above. Like I'm all your, flab, bro. Your, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all flab, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's, be, man. let's be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see that. I mean, I don't know. I Tattoos get, and biker shit, bro. That's all we do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm a pussy. Yeah. I just don't like it anymore. I yeah, used to love I, getting tattooed. I've come like I've come full circle where I can take it now. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get my brain. You know, like that's even like my every brain. time Derek tattoos my head, he's like, "Thanks for sitting so good." Yeah, and I'm like, "If you only knew." Yeah, like the shit. He just did these praying hands, uh-huh. and it goes on that bone behind your ear and mm-hmm. your skull. Yep. And he was cupping, he was holding my head, cupping it, and just grinding away with whatever magnum needle he was doing. So I got the vibration and just the whole sound of the machine in the one ear. Ugh. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was much, but I mean, dude, I mean, proof is in the pudding. The dude's an amazing tattooist, yep. and everybody that's seen those tattoos on my Instagram is like, holy shit. Yep. So, I mean, he did the Jesus, and we got a whole, for a guy that's not religious at all, I'm having a full <laughs> Jesus fest and all over my head. So, it's apparently, like at the end of this, I'll probably start going to church. Yeah, well, you know, have fun there. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. I go to church every time I pick my kid up from Catholic school, but. Your kid goes to Catholic school? Yeah. Anyway. That's wild. Yeah, dude. Do they, have they met you? Yeah. And they're okay and with dude, this? And, dude, my ex-wife has as many tattoos, if not more, than I do. Oh, I've met your ex-wife, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, like. Wow. But they were like cool team mom and dad. Like, right. you know, like they're like, oh, the cool people are here. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah. even though we're not cool. No, that's we're just yeah. dirtbags. Man, my, my kids' friends don't think that at all. No. My kids are my like, kids like, eh, you're a dumb shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what my kid thinks. Yeah. Well, we've discussed that yeah. before. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have had a conversation. <laughs> I, get the awesome, I get the text every once in a while. What am I doing wrong as a parent? Yeah. I was well, like, I have no idea. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm winging it too, bro. Yeah, it's wild. You know? <laughs> It's a it's a different life when you're not around twenty four seven, man. Yeah, man. It gets and hard that's sometimes. everybody's family now, yeah. man. You know, it is. We're all from broken families. My parents were together. It was still a broken family. Like, yeah, same. Yeah, same. they were they were together until I was like nineteen. Yeah, but it was still not like uh, you know, it's not, no, it wasn't like there's no normal family. We all yeah. have this these projected thoughts that everything's going to be great if your parents are together and you have yeah. brothers and sisters and you go to softball. I mean, come on, man. Like shit happens, man. You got a crazy weird uncle that's going to finger you or you got like fucking, you know, you got all this other dog shit going down or, you oh. know, your dad's fucking the secretary and oh, I mean, yeah. dude, like. Shit gets weird. Nothing's fucking normal, man. Yeah. I've always tried to try to be brutally honest with my kids, you know, 
I've taught them what they're allowed to say, what I'm allowed to say, yeah. and the difference between the two, and like just weird shit. They've been, they're always, they've I, always been with me. I for didn't things. know any of this shit, dude. Like, I'll, I'll tell you the the four years that I've been with Maggie, like she's coached me on how to be a good parent, yeah. and like I didn't know at all. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, like it's been. She's been like my backbone. Like this is how I. This is I. She has three kids. She's like, hey, I treat all my kids differently because they have different personalities. They're not the same. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I've taken that to heart that, you know, she's like, they're not your kids. They're little people. Yeah. And you need to, you know, you need to make sure Try that. help mold them. You help mold them. And when they need your help, you need to be receptive. And, yeah. you know, no matter what. And, you know, it's being a parent's a motherfucker, it dude. It really like, is. I couldn't imagine what my parents went through with my three, my, my two sisters and me. Like I was easy. Like I was plug and play. Like I had a full-time job when I was a junior in high school. Yep. They never saw me. Yep. Same. And you know, the other, my, my older sister, God rest her soul. She passed away this year. She was gnarly. Yeah. Like fucking the nth level and the middle sister, you know, she just whines about being the middle sister all the time. Yeah. So you don't love me as much as the top and the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's 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 wild, man. I mean, my my kid, like my son, is you know at that he's in high school. He's a, he's a freshman in high school now. That's crazy. And I'm, I'm like, I I almost got expelled from junior high for one, yeah. and I had to go. He goes to the same high school I went to. Oh shit! But I had to go to that high school because I wasn't allowed to go to the other high school that I was supposed to go to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, and I'm like, and here you're getting straight A's. Yeah, man, my kid's a straight A student. Yeah, my son, he's a straight A student. Yeah. Like he's super smart kid, and like, like, like I was saying, it's like he's already figuring out what he wants to do. He said he wants to be a pilot. That's awesome. I think it's cool as shit. I think because, and this kind of gets back to the motorcycle thing. You have people, bad, good, or indifferent, or who feel that they're educated from the internet. Uh-huh. Um, kids can make better decisions because they've seen everybody's bad decision on the internet yeah and um this kind of goes back to to with v2 and visionary and and when i worked at hot bike they were like well you need to say harley davidson motorcycle dyna fxdb blah 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 in every sentence i was like no i'm dealing with an educated consumer because the guy's already been online and knows Everybody that's listening right now and you and me and even Maggie, like we know what we're into. We yep. know the vein of motorcycles we're into yep. or the vein of cars. Like I walk onto a car lot. I know way more about the car I'm buying than the fucking salesperson. Yeah, yeah. And it's always been that way. Yep. And now, and that was because I read magazines back yeah. then. Now you go online and you're like, I'm going to read 700 fucking reviews about yeah. uh a box that I'm going to carry onto a plane. Yeah. You listen <laughs> you know? to a guy's like, YouTube review on the way to the store to buy it. Right. Yes. And I mean, I think the children have a better advantage and they grow up a little bit quicker. I know everybody says the kids grow up so fast and we did yep, yep. red relation. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really say generational, like people talk about millennials and X's and Y's, man, either you're a shithead or you're not. No, I don't give serious. a fuck what along the time spectrum when you were born. It doesn't make these sense. guys are lazy. And this, I, I know more millennials that are way more hustled than dudes I grew up with oh, yeah. who were who are living on welfare and hustling in the streets. These kids have jobs and these kids know how to do a better fucking have a better way of being yep. as a human being than we did as shitheads that just beat Definitely. everybody up. What about that nine year old that made like thirty million dollars last year? Yeah. That kid's a hustler. Right. <laughs> YouTube up. videos, dog. Yeah. I my son so my you know, my son is really into video games. He's yeah. got virtual reality and all sorts of fucking weird shit. I played it once, it's super weird, I don't like it. But uh 
I'm talking to him, you know, like, it, you know, he's on a different level the way he likes it, the way he enjoys people it. People are more informed yeah. and people are, have a higher consciousness of about, about what is bad, good. Uh -huh. And people don't understand that, you know, and, no. and the kids, you know, the kids, they, they, you know, I don't want to talk about the media or whatever, but like they keep only bringing bad shit up like oh yeah you know the whole new rash of racism that's all dudes that are our age and older yeah the kids they don't see colors anymore no, man the kids anymore. don't they don't give a fuck no. like and, and you shouldn't no it's that's just you know like yeah. because they they they're more informed bad good or indifferent yep i mean those kids are watching fucking pornos at eight years old oh yeah they, you know you stumble on titties on the fucking internet and i was like is it virtual reality people porn? have butt sex like <laughs> when you're eight years old on, on your phone right you know when your mom and dad get your phone like it's, i mean they yeah they're desensitized in some manner but they're way more informed about how the fucking way of the yeah. world works and how you can excel and be a better person in definitely it. definitely you know, he's a, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just wild. I think that everything kids, man, I, it's, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just insane. <laughs> just think people were talking about us at a bar. Our parents were Oh yeah, not on sure. a fucking podcast. Right. So we're already like a little up and over, you know, the cool talking about motorcycles and everything. <laughs> yeah. Your kid never thinks you're the cool parent ever. No, I always wonder like, you know, my kids have seen me from, you know, the day I, I started this and then the day the all the, you know, ramping up to where we are today yeah. and see how much work I've put in to see where it's become. And I always, and, and same with your child. Oh, yeah. And so I always wonder if they're going to take any, like, cause I talked to them a lot about this and oh, like, they will. And, and yet again, it adds to them being more informed about yep. how life works Yeah. instead of, sorry to interrupt, oh, go no. to, go to school, get a, get yeah. a, get a fucking diploma, go to college, spend a bunch of fucking money getting yep. a student loan, yep. getting out of school and, and having debt for the rest of your life yep. or expecting the government or some rich guy to pay your debt off. Yeah. Yeah. So because you, you decided you weren't going to use your fucking degree. Yep. Like, come on, man. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And, and it's like now in, in my eyes right now, I think about this all the time. And I talked to my son about this not two weeks ago when he was with me. And I talked to him again about yesterday. I picked him up. And, uh, right now I feel like if for everybody, no matter how old you are right now, there's so much money out there that is readily available mm -hmm. to get a hold of by just doing something, not, not, not going and clocking in. And so going back to my son, he plays video games. And yeah. I'm like, are you streaming on Twitch? Cause I see this ninja fool. I don't even, I don't even play video that games. Guy is insane, and I see man. this dude making millions streaming on Twitch. He's the guy. Yeah. And, and then I go and go, and what does that tell you? If I don't play video games and that dude comes across my feed, yeah. I don't follow a fucking single video game thing. And I know who this guy is. That guy's the dude. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything. Yeah. Like I seen some shit on him on Netflix. Yep. That was it. And so I'm like, oh, are you, no, I'm not. Why? And I'm like, because your friends think it's stupid? Kind of, yeah. I'm like. Yeah, my friends thought it was stupid to work in a magazine. That's what I started. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, my friends thought I was stupid too for, you know, saying that I, I have this company called Speed Kings when it wasn't a company. Right. And we had, you know, fucking one headlight and two shirt designs. I remember those days. Yeah. And then look where we are now. And now those people want jobs. So there's a big fucking difference about the people who are willing to do the work and, and the people that are sitting from the sidelines. And you see, you, you see it, dude. I mean, we, we know 25 dudes like that. Oh yeah. Whether it's Danny at Dixon, who's kind of the, the, the dude that's at the top of that, you fucking know, doing hey, 25 he? million a year yep. and just being a kid who stepped to me about how to write articles in a magazine when yep. he was young, yep. you know, in the dawn age of the hot bike, like that dude's my little brother. And to see that guy just be a magnet and a mogul and just crushing it yep. like and just be the same guy like 
it's a cool thing. And yeah. then there's guys like you, guys like me. I mean, they're all the way down, you know, like, I mean, dude, we could keep going. All these independent it's, business it's our owners. Time. Yeah. It's our time for the people and who want to do it. It's what you're comfortable with. Like, yeah. I don't want to, you know, sure, I'd love to be making a $12 million a month, but yeah. like, man, if I can make more money than I was making at Hot Bike, I win. Yep. And I was making a good loot there. Yeah. And I am. And you're happier probably. Yeah, man. I wake up when I want and, yeah. you know, my, my schedule shifts whenever I do. And, and if I don't want to do something, I mean, my partner, Dave Rowe at Visual Visionary fucking hates me because I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I literally will not do anything on the website. We hired a guy to, to post all the shit on the website because it's not my jam. Huh. It's time consuming. You could be, you can be, you're, I, I don't need to worry about fucking keywords, is, dude. Yeah. Your like, talent is, is better used somewhere else. Yeah. And not I mean, there's, there's just dudes doing it and not, you know, uh, it's just, I love seeing cottage industries, whether it's guys that own BMX companies or skateboard companies or, uh, fuck dude, there's dudes doing independent shoe companies now. Yeah. It's wild. Like, it's crazy. Like, I mean, dude, you're wearing them sunglasses. Like, yep. what's that name? What's Heat Wave. Heat Wave. Like, those dudes came out of nothing. Yep, they did. You know, like, I, I wear uh, I wear Trainois glasses, dude, because yep, yep. my head's gigantic and they make super stuff. And that's a dude and his wife. Yep. And then my friend Holly that runs the program. Like, I know you're a blind-ass motherfucker, dude. You got Coke bottles. The f- feel the, feel the, the frame's big. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's pretty big. See, I don't have any of these. These are pretty nice. Yeah. I can only wear that one stock because I got a big dumb too. Yeah, dude, my shit's crazy. Yeah. But going but back I mean, to, to the one that, funny like, thing, though, but going back to what I was saying, in the two weeks that my son's been gone, I picked him up Friday, he streamed three videos on, on see? Twitch. See, he's already doing it, man. I got like, to him. I got to him. And he didn't tell me shit, though. I didn't know about <laughs> I didn't know about Twitch till till my boy Tim, he's in a band called Fit for an Autopsy. Uh-huh. And he streams his guitar stuff on there. Oh, cool. I didn't know. And I thought it was like, only for video games. Yeah, I mean, I had he, no does, idea. he does a bunch of stuff and music stuff, and he knew about Twitch stuff and this other stuff, man. I was like, what the hell's that? And so to see him do do his whole thing, man, and he he builds Harleys, and he's a Harley guy from yep. from uh, Long Island, New York, man. He has the longest beard really? you'll ever see. Hangs past his dick. No way. Yeah. Does, he, does he like put it around and like make it a little oh, dude, hat? He's like, he has the, the best looking rock and roll shots if yeah. you ever want to look up fit for an autopsy like he is a rock and roll star yeah. straight edge dude like super badass rides harleys he has a uh he has a company that he's independent businessman he he does leather working too and he has a shop called or he does a thing called tombstone supply company oh yeah, yeah i've heard of that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. good dude yeah. and he is a fucking vilified rock star on tour in europe now wow yeah that's wild man that's uh you know, for me, I, I mean, my, I had kids at a young age, and all my friends were like in bands or doing weird shit, touring the world, and all yeah. this stuff, you know. And I was locked in place, you know. And and I've never traveled uh, more in my life until I started doing this, this, what I do now. And I'm traveling for shows and stuff. Yeah. But you know, let's be honest. Like I, as much as I'll be like, I don't want to go to this show, you know, like <laughs> you just because I fucking love going to shows. I mean, I was fortunate enough when I worked in the bicycle industry, I was a R and D guy for tires. Um, I cut tires for the Olympics. I cut tires for world championships. Um, I was fortunate to see the world on somebody else's credit card at a young yeah, age. Like the, right. when I, hi- when I was hired on in mid nineties, I got a credit card. Um, and I was gone 162 days in a row. Damn. Went to Europe. Like, I didn't even know what I was doing. Yeah. I got in a rental car full of bicycle parts, and I drove through every one of those little teeny countries in Europe, went to Eastern Bloc Europe or blah, 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 did this other stuff. And it was the best time I ever had in my life. Oh, like, just meeting people, hanging out with people I never met, like, 
crazy French kids that are the fastest downhill mountain bikers in the world, a guy named Nicholas Fayou, um, made lifelong friends with that. And then I thought that was over when I started my independent marketing company in the bike industry. And then I got with Hot Bike and it was like, you know, You're back. that, that, well, that, when I got a hold of that brand, it was almost, it was on life support. Yeah. And it took about a year and a half to turn that around with some very good help from from uh, a guy named Robert Martin, who is um, an amazing uh, artist, uh, graphic artist. And then John Zamora and Ed Subius and those guys. Like, we had the team. Yeah. It was amazing. And then within a year, with almost two years, I, people started saying, hey, you want to go to Italy to the Spike Show? Hey, do you want to go to Spain to the Spike Show? Hey, do you want to come to Germany and ride Harleys? And hey, you know, like it was really crazy. And I got to live that yet again in the motorcycle yeah. realm. I, uh-huh. I've been to Malaysia, Australia, New Zealand, um, Japan every year with the Moon Eye Show. Like, you know, I got to meet some of the, the most gracious people all over the world. And, and what was unfortunate at the time for Hot Bike is our audience was, you know, mid mid 40s to 50s rednecks who didn't give a shit about anything but you know, yeah, jeans and t-shirts and yeah. no helmets. The affliction brand. Yeah, and it was even pre that. But yeah, we got we got a heavy dose of that. Um and we were a little bit early on that. Yeah, and yeah. now it's kind of the norm. Everybody goes around the, the world yep. seeing all the cool shit. Definitely. Uh the Malaysia trip I did with Chopper Day was the first time I was there was amazing um you know dave and i've been good friends for for years and uh we kind of weren't talking for a little bit no nothing we just didn't talk i shouldn't say we weren't talking um and then he was on the plane sat next to me hung out the whole time like going to crazy eating the craziest food like we had no idea what the food even was (laughs) i know know uh, how much you like that weird shit i love it man you know me luckily it's all halal so you know it's you know not a dog or anything else but being a muslim country like malaysia is but man we got to ride Got to ride some crazy rad modified bikes. The best thing about this is is these two cops show up on BMWs. And we're going to do like crazy canyon riding. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, when the cops show up, they're going to lead us up the hill. And then they're going to pull all the cars over. And then once they pull all the cars over, you guys can just go. Wow. And it was like that. That's why I was like, Dave, are you ready? Dave's like, yeah. And we just mashed. 100 plus miles an hour on roads we've never been on like straight fucking badass shit yeah and like we got to the point they said hey man you gotta pull off on the whatever right stop the cops fucking showed back up we ate up there super cool like full family style like on these little kids chairs like the crazy meal i didn't even know what the fuck we were eating but it was all super good super spicy and then we they cleared the road and we came back down again no way and then we partied that night on the top of the second tallest building next to the tronus towers on a helipad what the fuck like that's rock star shit yeah and i wouldn't weird. be able to do that without motorcycles yeah i mean i don't have any stories like that yeah man <laughs> i mean that's just one of the many like, yeah i can't even get into the sturgis shit you know yeah that's wild man yeah. i mean it's a uh, you know it's it's this this uh this lifestyle and and the people that support me, which I can't think enough, have have a uh, definitely afforded me a good life. It's not it's not one that's uh you know I'm not shitting out dollar bills, but oh, like yeah. the bottom line is like I I live a great life and I have a great family, a great great woman behind me who's yep. my backbone. 
um, great friends like you, and you know, I, I couldn't do it without all that shit. Man. Yeah, it takes a team, just like we talked about yeah, building bikes. I mean, everything. It, it takes a team of people. You know, it's you can't do all this shit on your own. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of moving parts just to life alone, let alone adding motorcycles in the mix. Yeah, man, and you know, I try and keep that PMA. You know, yeah. positive mental attitude, and it's hard in, the, in this oh, current climate. But you know, yeah. um, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I had a, I had a rough year last year personally and business wise, and yep. And, um, coming out into 2020, man, like it's, it's, uh, it's, it's great. Yeah. You know, just the way the businesses fall, fall all together. And my personal life is really good right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm for a person that's, that's worked on not being happy, yep. just this grumpy punk rock dude, my yep. whole life, the Grinch, as I've been called by many people, um, to be able to be like past 50 and, and be open and, and smiling and cool under that giant smile. mustache. Yeah, and smile <laughs> and be happy and, and do shit on my time. Like, you know, it, it, it all, it, it's all fucking great, man. It's uh, all gravy from here on out. Yeah. If I, uh, even if I get hit by a bus tomorrow or exactly. slayed, sprayed all over the freeway by some fucking texting kid. Yep, you were smiling today. I'm fucking fine, man. You know, I, I, I was just recently listening to the Fast Life podcast from mm-hmm. Jason. Jace kills it yeah, on that, man. And and Danny G, the, that one specifically, What and God, how fucking comical Danny is, but oh, yeah. uh, he, he was saying how right now his, his currency is, is happiness. Yeah. And I, you know, that, that's, that's really, yeah. if you think about that is it resonates deep because him and I have, have, have talked a lot yeah. over this past year. He's, he's had his fair share of sorrow and tough oh, yeah. times over the past couple of years. Oh yeah. Um, and, and you know, I, being a dude that was in Phoenix a lot, you know, I, luckily he's, a, he's part of the Raider nation like myself and we got to go to a, a preseason Raiders game, um, in Phoenix against wow. the cards and him and I literally, he doesn't drink or anything. And, yep, you know, yep. if you know me, I, I drink a fair amount. Um, I, you don't drink any water? <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, just green tea. Yeah. Um, and to to be able to, to have a slice of just him and me for four or five hours yeah. that wasn't motorcycles or at a motorcycle yep. event or anything was like some precious times. Like that guy's one of my best friends. You know, we don't yep. see each other a lot. We don't We don't get down. We don't have to text a lot. But like. The time we have together is is like platinum, dude. Yeah. And to, you know, I'm just fortunate enough to have. I'm not fortunate enough to have one dude like that. You know, I'm I'm fortunate to have a lot of dudes, and I know you don't have a lot of friends, and I consider you a friend. Yep, like, yep. you know, you you know, you keep your circle real tight. Yep. And um, it's just really cool to be able to be that guy to a lot of people. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I'm fortunate enough to be like the guy that's close friends with a lot of different people yep. from a lot of different backgrounds. Yeah. It's, it's nice. I mean, it's, and I'm sure all these people love to be able to have you in their corner. And, and I mean, I, I definitely know I've cherished some of the conversations we've had and, but may it be motorcycles or personal life, you sure. know, um, because, you know, we all have a lot in common, you know, we all aren't meant to get along necessarily. No. We are human. I mean, there's people out there that I, I have don't like and I'm well, never going to like. Here's the deal, man. You put three people in a room, two of them are going to be against the other guy. Yeah, exactly. That's just human nature. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm not a I'm not a hard person to get along. I'm pretty easy going and I like to tell dick and fart jokes. And if you're good with that, I'm pretty good with you then. <laughs> exactly. You, <laughs> you like know? to do puzzles and drink yeah. fucking coffee with booze in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do like to do that too. <laughs> or go on champagne kicks, you know. Nothing wrong with that, brother. You know, it's a... Uh, I don't know, man. Life's really not that bad. 
Nah, know. man, you know, for, for dudes that sweat blood like we do and, yep. and like get, uh, most people that are listening to this that work fucking hard every day for what they have and to take care of their family, like when you get the sweet spots, man, you, you, you need to you need to put your foot down and, and open your eyes and, and, and relish that shit yep, and make time. sure that that's a mark. I, I was a person that never did that. I was always angry about the past and only worried about the future. And yep. I never worried about living in the now. I was like, well, tomorrow I got to do this and this is, it'll be better tomorrow. And you know, fuck this. And you know, all oh, the fucking shithead in the past, blah, 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 blah. Like the only thing you have is the right now. Yeah, exactly. Fucking dude, like live it yeah. up. Seriously. Like make sure you, you're programmed for that. Like I, that's a, that's the best piece of advice somebody old gave me, you know, yeah. and, and it's, uh, it's hard to accept though. I mean, we're all programmed at a young age to, to, like you said earlier, we got to go through these steps of life and you know, you're programmed through education and then education, you know, and then moving to work and it's all yeah. just the same nonstop pattern, sure. you know what I mean? And it's like, uh, you know, and I think now with Instagram and all this bullshit, there's there's now more than ever the keeping up with the Joneses. It's the ultimate double-edged sword, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's literally how I do business. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know, I'm on the phone more than a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. Yep. You know, just banging away on that thing. Yeah. You know, I do things that people don't, don't, will never know no. that I even do. Yeah. You know, for other people and other yep. entities and things like that. You know, not just between Visionary or Jeff G. Holt. Um, and I like doing that. Yeah. But yet, man, there's sometimes you got to turn the comments off and there's oh, times yeah. you have wars with people over the internet. Like I have with certain Canadians yep, and yep. you know, like, yeah, I probably didn't go about that correctly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, most people know who I'm talking about. I'm not oh, going to yeah. bring his fucking name up anymore, but, um, did I go about that correctly? Probably not. But did I? But was I honest about it? And did I? Did I air some dirty laundry on some people? Yeah. And I'm that guy now. Yep. I don't have to be shielded by an HR department worried about every word. Or, I mean, there's shit where like I I ran a bike that had SS bars on it, mm -hmm. and some dude came at me all sideways, and I pretty much told when I was working a hot bike, I pretty much told the dude to fuck off. Homeboy made it his fucking life to find whoever was the boss of the boss of the boss. It was our parent company at Bonnier was a Swedish company. Motherfucker went to the, like pretty much the guy under the CEO to fucking try and bury me because I put SS bars on that were already on a fucking bike. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. That's, I, I know what connotations it means to a lot of people, but that's biker shit, dude. That's, yeah, it's biker shit. Swazis and SS bars is, is part of, I don't, I, I'm not the guy that fucking invented it. I'm yeah. not the fucking guy that puts it on my bike. I'm not the guy that supports that. But here's the deal, man. If it's a badass bike and it's got that shit on there, I try my hardest not to make sure it's the focal point of the yeah. photo. But yeah. here's the deal, man. Like, it's part of the folklore of biker shit. Yeah. I didn't make it that way. It's the history and the culture. My job, and everybody knows, like, even my job is to hold a mirror up to the motorcycle society as it is today. Yep. And if that shit's, if that shit's happening, like, fine. Yeah. You know, if it's flake and lace fucking lowrider paint jobs on a Dyna, then fine. Yep. You know, like, you know, nobody had that shit on the front of their magazines till I did it. Yeah. You know, like... Nobody had a fucking wheelie, stand-up wheelie shot on a fuck. Now it's the norm oh, yeah. on the fucking magazine until I did it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, nobody had a Swiss guy riding a fucking clapped-out fucking bike 
on a velodrome till we did it. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, now that shit's the norm. Yep. You know, I, 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 and I don't take credit for being the first guy. I was just mirroring what I saw was happening next. Yeah. And what I saw was, was, was what the dudes out in Cali were doing now. And now it's what everybody else. So you mean you were doing your job and paying attention? Yeah. You know, (laughs) damn. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. Yeah, man. You know, that. it's somebody, a, somebody trying to do, to do a good job for his readers, fans, and followers, yeah, which I yeah. still do. Like. Yeah. Oh no, it shows, man. I mean, it's a, and again, I mean, like we've definitely gone on a, a lot of different topics here, which I love. That's why I like to just call this shooting the shit because, you know, it's yeah, about it's about life, man. RVs and low yeah. rider cars and but family and school. And at the same else. time, I mean, it, it is you know b- before we close everything out though. I mean, what. How has the V-Twin Visionary, we're going to call it an empire, the mm-hmm. V-Twin Visionary Empire um, ev- evolved into what it is, like, say, like, from your original, you know, you had, not necessarily you knew what it was, but you had a vision, we'll say, right? You had an idea, you had a, a, a guess, goal, and now it's evolved into, like, something <coughs> I feel that's way beyond what we had ever talked about prior. And, I mean, the next evolution step is going to be even more insane, but how, how would that kind of come around i mean was it just right place right time or were you just like coming up with these ideas and be like i'm gonna fucking do this well for me like when when i got let go uh, i didn't i wasn't even in the office like we had a phone call and it was a conference call um when i got let go for hot bike and it was a monday morning i was in uh the bedroom with maggie and i was taking a phone call and i looked at her during the phone call and i was like i'm gonna get fired today She's like, no, you're the face of the brand, blah, 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 blah. You're not going to get fired. And then it was pretty much like, well, blah, 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 budget cuts, blah, 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 blah. We've had blah, blah, blah. After I hang up, is this dude, Andy Leisner, and he's like, after I hang up, if you get an email, pretty much you're fucking fired. Sweet. So I hung up, and dude, it was a millisecond. And I was like, I got fucked fired. She's like, you're kidding me. And- they thought I was in the office. Hey, can you come into HR? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm home, man. Like, yeah. I was kind of like not, it was an hour and a half each way from Hacienda Heights to Irvine. And I know it now, like this dude, uh, Kurt Hoy was, was our boss and he just ruined all the shit. Like he had no idea. He had, he, he had no fucking clue and he had no, no reason to be, having his job uh-huh um except andy leisner liked him because he rode a bicycle sweet and he worked at velo news which apparently andy leisner loved velo news i don't fucking know um it's like a cheese this brand? is the first time i've ever been honest about this and um i was like fuck it what am i gonna do like i was just numb like i spent yeah. fucking 11 years of my life saving three brands for this fucking company yeah yeah street chopper was dead baggers was dead Hot bike was dead. I brought all three of those fucking things back in in declining times of fucking print magazines, and I got no fucking things. I got the fucking you get six weeks severance pay. Well, that's enough. Yeah, Fuck. after ten fucking years, dude. Yeah, Jesus. And I looked at her, dude, and I was like, I gotta get a fucking job. Like, I gotta get. I, I was like, Maggie, I, I I got fucking child support. I got fucking spousal support. The rent on the fucking house in LA is not cheap. I got fucking two car. I got a car payment, two motorcycle payments. Like, and she just looked at me and she's like, you ain't doing shit for a month. She's like, you're going to figure out 
your favorite three months. Yeah. 90 days. She's like, as long as your severance works out, you're not getting a job. You're not doing anything. You're thinking you're, you gotta think about what you're going to do. Yeah. And dude, the next day I got phone calls and the typical thing for a magazine editor to do is get a, a, a mid-level marketing job with somebody that is like an oil company or a motorcycle manufacturer like Honda or somebody like, yeah. and they all do it. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do that. Like yeah. I, I, I got a call from um, a couple people in the bicycle industry like, hey man, would you like to come help us? you know, do our brands, blah, 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 which I was actually really thinking about. Um, even though I love fucking Harleys, like, you know, I love bicycles too. Um, I thought about that. And then I thought about this. And then, um, Dave Rowe, my partner of Eton visionary, who was my main salesperson who made untold millions of dollars for Bonnie corporation quit two years before he was kind of the dude that started the beginning of the end like yeah they were fucking with his commissions and they were cutting his fucking territories and just being real shitheads uh corporate shit and um he quit and started working for a company called digital throttle which is an amazing group of people and um he hit me up he's like man you need to start your own thing there's no v-twin shit he's like easy riders is is easy riders they got you know saggy tit chicks in there and like <laughs> um you know the only thing that was really good at that time was was you know cycle source which they still plug along because yeah. they're a small family run business yeah, yeah chris and heather they do a good job at what they do and yep. i always love what they're doing and then buzz Cantor at american iron he's east coast and he's a magazine guy yep um he's doing his thing i i love buzz as well um so that was kind of how it he was like we need to do hot bike 2.0 and i was like man that seems like a lot of work yeah not really into it you know uh, and you know my buddy hit me up to run a shop and i was like there's no fucking way i'm gonna run a motorcycle shop retail fuck no um and so over that time of the three months i was like just plotted the course for it and i was like fuck it dude like all right here's the deal like three months hit july 4th was the launch date we launched it i just told a few people and it started hitting stride it was only instagram it was it was gear review and it was really focused on people and at, at first it was focused on behind the scenes on people and bike uh like bike features yep um those are all well and good, but they're very involved for yeah, one yeah. person to do. Oh yeah. Like I have to go shoot a bike. It takes a day. Yep. Then I have to fucking send the guy a, a, a tech sheet. And then I have to divulge, I have to figure out what his fucking shitty writing and all this stuff. So it, it's literally four day job to do one bike feature. Yeah. When I could do, you know, I didn't even do videos for the first year. I just did product reviews. Cause I still had, um, had a lot of people that were like, what are you going to do? And I reached out to a lot of really good people and they sent me products so I could do product reviews. The thing about the same thing with doing the 20 questions with people is they would give me a shitty photo and they, or they wouldn't fill out all the questions and I'd have to pester them. And yeah. so I was like, fuck man, this is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, so that kind of went to the wayside. I, I'm kicking that back into stride now along with the podcasts, which I'll be dropping my podcasts soon enough. Um, but then the video stuff started going, the video reviews yep. and that kind of stuff. And that's been really what's been strong for me. The uh, 
the industry really likes it. Yep. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, if I do a review of something, that's me. Um, if I do a product feature, that's paid. Yeah. They pay me, you know, a stipend to do a product review, which I don't say if I like or do not like. I said, this is this piece. It comes with this. It's available in this color. This yeah. is the URL, blah, 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 you know. That's paid. Um, the other the other videos where I review it, that anybody can send me any sort of part and I'll write it for a thousand miles and review it. Yeah, yeah. So that's been the strong suit of the brand. And then having these shows that were smaller until Sturgis. Yeah. And then that really <clears throat> in all in all accounts, that really kicked in now the face to face stuff. And that kind of encompasses different brands, different people, different builders. So, I mean, it's more of a, it's what I was already doing evolved times 10. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't think I would be here in five years. It's been, you know, two and a half years. Yeah. So three, almost three years. So. And if, and if you get to do this for five years, I mean, it's not a bad gig. No. That's, I mean, I don't really see myself doing anything else. That's good. Which is, which is kind of crazy, you know, from the I think after this, I'll just fucking, Get a forty-five and blow my brains yeah, out just, up in the desert. Sometimes uh, I just go to Mexico and fuck off yeah. on the beach. And yeah, you know, I'll be the the white bum. You guy. know me. I'm so dramatic. Oh, it'll, yeah. it'll end in some sort of suicide or gun violence. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, Maggie'll shoot me in the fucking head. Right. Yeah. She's a hot-blooded Latina. So. Yeah. I. You know. I. I always think like you know. I quit my job. I mean, I didn't have. I, like I said, I don't have a plan B. I don't have nothing, no. you know. And I, and if I can do this for five or ten years, and then you're I got to figure be doing some it for shit the rest out, of your life, homie. I well, I want to. I definitely want to. One hundred percent. You're building your empire just like I'm building mine, dude. Yeah. And it's 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 good to see. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And it's like, I, I mean, I'll, I'd be stuck though, even ten years. Like you know, like God knows, I wouldn't want to see it come crashing down or something. But you know, it's like, man, I got to hang out, and fuck around with motorcycles, and like you know, it help people see the country man. yeah and and go at least get out i mean i, I went to sacramento that's far from me <laughs> i mean I went to, from a boy from the desert yeah right <laughs> i mean i went to durango colorado twice last year yeah. like what where, where, where am i what the fuck <laughs> and now i'm thinking about just going back just for like a weekend because you're you know, off the leash dog it's crazy man <laughs> it's wild you know and, and people probably like what the fuck this guy's an idiot but i mean i didn't like the furthest I used to go when I from when my hometown was like Ontario, which is forty five minutes away. Not even Orange County. Eh? Yeah, I was, I barely ever went to Orange County. Like I, I mean, it's like you know, even now that I'm in Riverside, like I went to Orange County today. I haven't been to Orange County in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I just want to drive. Except there. when you got tattooed, right? <laughs> oh That's yeah, about right. it. Yep, yep. I mean, I'm a kid from the black hole, dude. I mean, I grew up in Anaheim, California, like yeah. epicenter of fucking Everything. Orange County punk rock. Yep. You know, like BMX and all the yeah. other shit. That's, dude. Like, I was fortunate to grow up in a town that was pretty rad. You know, yeah. You didn't where need Vans to leave. is from. Like we'd ride over to Vans and get custom shoes made. And then, you know, Vans moved to Orange and they had a gigantic half pipe with every star of skateboarding in the fucking world there. Yeah. Just you could hang out with them. And wow. You know, it was, it was cool. Like it was, it was, I tell people like all those cool 80s movies, like Fast Times or whatever. Gleaming the Cube. Like all that shit. <laughs> like I live that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I, you know, I graduated in '87 of high from high school, so like the early '80s, like was was yeah. it? You know, and there there was no fucking cameras everywhere. You could no. get away with a lot of shit. You could pull some crimes, and yeah, I mean, dude, I I got some. When we do the fourth podcast, I'll tell you the stories about. I trained to learn how to fight by beating up drunks in front of liquor stores in Orange <laughs> County. You were you at were like the, 15 years old. Jesus, you were the start of the bum fights. Oh man. Jesus. And just some crazy shit, dude. Yeah. You know, it's a, stealing liquor and 
we would throw liquor over the wall, the back wall of Albertsons. Like you would walk in and there was this wall, but you'd see the liquor bottles up yeah, there. Yeah. So we'd have somebody huck them. And then we realized that the, at the Stater Brothers, there was a lock-in cooler. And you could walk. We'd, it would be like summer night, like 89 degrees. Uh-huh. We'd have parkas on and we would go in where they would stock the beers. <laughs> and we'd sit back there and drink 40s for like two hours straight. And nobody would come back there because it was just the night shift. Yeah, yeah. And we'd just get fucking hammered and then walk out. Wow. Like that was the deal. Now there's cameras and security oh, yeah. guards. Like we that. had so much fun. Just we'd ride BMX bikes in the Disneyland parking lot, and they would chase us. And yeah, like it was a lot of fun. I, I was I was I was fortunate enough to grow up in that time. You know, yep. and I don't think kids get that now. No, no. I think uh, I think you know. Or I guess my age group is kind of the end of that. Yeah. Because uh, you know, I mean, we we. we still were able to do like i mean where i grew up i mean we were riding dirt bikes on the streets still you yeah. know like you're having bonfires in the desert like you know you get to live like everybody else outside of california still does yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly now i go there i mean you know it's it's wild still a little bit like um if you get off of, you know the 15 and ranchero you'll see some side by sides gassing yeah. up and shit and like you'll still see like dudes on atcs you know it's at bad. the gas pump yeah like it's still it's like it's a trip to see like, wrapping out the two stroke yeah i'm like these motherfuckers are still getting it but it's you know it's it's not many places out here in california can kind of keep doing mm. that kind of shit at you know and i mean it, i mean that's kind of why I'm, i like have this destiny to get the fuck out of california because i get to go see how people live in other states like you know like arizona's first on my list to buy a house and then second's tennessee because living there is amazing like just mm. the the amount of places that you can ride and and how you can live you know i mean you gotta click your fucking whole life back a couple yeah you gotta put that shit in slow mode oh yeah yeah i mean i'm ready for that it's good i don't know i don't think i can do that right now my buddy just moved uh i always forget where he moved minnesota some shit like that one of those you know shit's too cold giant yeah too cold for one but but you know even you know giant fucking grass grass property it's all flat like you said 75 thousand 75 thousand dollars for a fucking mansion you know he's got a big ass house he's got a big old garage on a lake i go what do you do and he goes i mow my grass i go what so you're retired you know you're fucking 35 years old retired like you know i mean he works for yamaha you know but it's like you know, he, he still works and all that stuff, but it's like literally like to me, that's, that's retirement. Yeah. Like I, I, that's the one thing I love about California is I love the hustle and grind out here. Like I love every day, like not, not this part, but like saying like, fuck, I got to hustle today. Cause I don't know if I'm going to eat tomorrow. Kind of, right. you know, that mentality, I think. Yeah. And that's what we grew up with being yeah. fucking dirtbag punk rock kids, yeah. dude. And I mean, that goes through everybody. I mean, like, like I said, Danny Dixon, I mean. Fuck, dude. Like, Jim and I, like, we're all fucking same punk rock shithead kids. Like, yep. we get along or not, dude. But, yep, <laughs> like, yep. bottom line is we all came from the same nucleus. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, to see that there's, you know, and I could name off 10 other people. Like oh, easy. The, like, the dudes at, you know, Track or Die and Mark yep. at Rusty Butcher. And, I mean, we all came from the same kind of shitstorm. Yep, yep. And it's you either fucking you sink or swim yeah big time out here big time and i mean to see it to see everybody on their hustle bad good or indifferent like it's 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 a cool thing to see that we're all fucking doing it man it is it is i mean you know and we don't all have to get along Nah, man nobody all gets along it don't fucking matter you got to respect the motherfucker and that's uh, it i respect the hustle always right you know that's to me that's one of the biggest things man i i see some people at first and i'll be like man that guy's you know that that guy's weird and then I get to know him a little bit more, and I watch how much they're hustling. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that guy gets it. That's I don't give a fuck. You know what right. I mean? Like, that like, guy gets that, it. Yeah. 
You know, it's I mean, uh it's a lot, man. It's 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 hard. It's hard work. It's a lot of work. Every it looks easy on Instagram, but everybody only sees the highlights. That's yeah, the highlight real highlight real life. Yep, for oh, yeah, sure. Man. You know, but except for mine, it's all real. That's how I live, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, nah, that's man. why you're the infamous. That's right. <laughs> nah, man. Thanks a bunch, dude. Seriously, yep, for bro. For sure. Now this has been good, man. I think this has been a, a fun, uh, a, you know, discussion of of life. I agree, dude. Motorcycles and good times. I agree. And uh, we'll definitely keep carrying this on for the fourth. For sure, man. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming out. I know it was Uh, a a little trick. Yep, love you too, man. And uh, let's keep this going. I'm excited for all the uh, the new upcoming. You want to go through the... What do you got? What's your first date for these shows? You got dates or anything yet? Uh, they're firming up. Like the big, the the big ones are. Uh, we're doing, uh, of course, Daytona. You can go on vtwinvisionary.com and of course at vtwinvisionary. But big ones, Daytona, and then we cross the country again, and and then we do the Hippie Killer, Hippie Killer deal. Then we do Arizona Bike Week, and then it just kind of all goes everywhere from there. Cool, cool. So let's go. Make sure you know all of Southern California, Northern California, everybody. Yeah, you know. Get, get at these dates. You can find them at vtwinvisionary.com, at vtwinvisionary on Instagram, at Jeff G. Holt on Instagram. Um, if you're not following already, that's crazy talk, but you should <laughs> Please be do. following. Yeah. You'll be uh, enlightened, informed, and entertained. At the very least. <laughs> and offended. Yeah, yeah, daily. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my man. Thanks, brother. Bye. Cheers.